Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this. The tangents this week continue all the way to episode 322 of the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. We finally have a common struggle now. Think about that for once. All the people who've been begging, and I mean literally begging for you to feel how hard any given day is, now you know. How did it feel to be helpless? Now, if you could remember what it was like to be helpless and face a force so powerful it could erase half the planet, you would know that you're about to have the exact same impact. This isn't about easy decisions, Senator. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Fangirls Podcast. So glad to join us. Let's start off like I do with a virtual table and see who joined us this week. This is Brittany and Troy. This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. My. You've got a lot to cover. We <laughs> do need so... Maybe we should jump right into it. Yeah, I'm gonna have, I've got my soapbox at the ready. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but uh, I'm in the mood for some ranting and raving. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hope our the soapbox is on the wrong... number of things. <laughs> I hope our soapboxes are on the right side. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this, this could be, be an interesting, an interesting discussion. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, let's go. Let's go, team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so first up in the news, uh, last night was the Oscars or the Academy Awards, however we want to call them. Um, and I stayed up and watched the whole thing. It actually went by really quickly. It was really, really stripped down because it was really only. The nominees and maybe like their plus ones you know like spouse or whatever um and that was kind of it uh they didn't fill up like the big you know theater like they normally do the dolby theater um so uh yeah so it was you know they were and they were following all the uh you know the protocols covid protocols so like you know when when they were on the air, people had their masks off. Um, but the minute they go to commercial, people put their masks on and they were constantly sanitizing and stuff. So, you know, they made it work considering the situation. Um, and of course, just getting the nominee, you know, nominees this year for this year was a bit weird because theaters have been closed for so long. So they kind of had to finagle like when the awards happen this is later in the year than we normally do plus um you know like being being like okay if your movie played in a you know this many theaters for this amount of time you qualify <laughs> like yeah. here's the minimum amount you got to do to qualify uh so uh, obviously going on uh considering last year when uh, you know, Parasite kind of took everything by storm. You know, it 
hurt us and our competition. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> bad for us competition-wise, good for society. Um, but uh, so we, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, was that a fluke? Or are we actually maybe turning a corner here? Is the Academy, you know, finally figuring out that it doesn't have to be just old white men and all of that. Uh, hashtag Oscar so white. That was that's been a thing for several years. Um, so yes and no. <laughs> they did break. Uh, there were there were several glass ceilings that were uh, broken last night. Um, and um, Chloe Zhao uh, won for best director for Nomadland, which she is the first, she's the only the second woman to win best director. Um, and now I'm blinking on her name, uh, the, the Hurt Locker that, that she won for that. Oh. I can't think. Catherine Bigelow. I yeah. knew I'd get it. <laughs> I kept wanting to call her Catherine Beckett. I'm like, no, no, no. No, Catherine Bigelow. That's different. She's, she's the only other one. Yeah. Um, but Chloe Zhao is also the first woman of color to win uh, as best director because she she is a, a woman of Asian descent. Um, this also makes back-to-back -back years because Parasite won last year um, that Asian directed films won Best Picture um, because Nomadland won for Best Picture. Um, and then, uh, I hate to butcher these names, I'm sorry. Uh, Yoon Yoo Jung um, became the first Korean actress to win Best Supporting Actress. Um, as, as much as we, as much as people talk about Oscar so white, that conversation tends to go towards African Americans, which justifiably so, um, because you know they are a, a minority. Um, but when it comes to the Academy Awards, Asians are even less represented as far as wins, um, especially in the major categories. Um, so. Um, for her, for her to win for best supporting actress, is also a yeah a, a step in the right direction. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the good. Let's yes. talk about the bad. And we're not. I'm not uh, even going to talk about who was left out of the in memoriam segment because that just happens every year. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. That is a horse that has been beaten to death. People are yes. always going to get left out and people are mm -hmm. going to complain. It's just yes. a thing that happens. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, the Academy. I think I know where we're heading with this one. <laughs> yeah. So, the Academy, in all their infinite wisdom. Infinite wisdom. Yes. Yeah, really. Infinite wisdom. Or, or, or lack thereof. Yeah. Yes. In this case. Yeah. Wisdom in quotation marks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't even know what happened because I didn't watch the Oscars. Yeah. I didn't even know it was nominated, quite honestly. Uh, anytime the Academy bungles something, I'm like, it's a Tuesday. But anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, going into the ceremony, Nobody knows who won, except for the people that made the envelopes. 
and they're sworn to secrecy, you know. Yeah. Um, but in general, nobody knows who won. Um, and there are surprises. It does happen. Uh, but as we have learned in the last few years of us doing our Oscar predictions, that looking at the award ceremonies leading up to the Oscars can sometimes be a good indicator if someone, you know, is like on a hot streak of winning and you're just like, oh, yeah, more than likely they are going to win. You know, it's like Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix winning for Best mm-hmm. Actor for, you know, Joker last year. It was like, oh, yeah, you know odds are you know he won the BAFTA he won the SAG award you know he won the the Emmy you know all these big awards usually is a good indicator and that's what we should have used with Parasite last year and we wouldn't have had to watch Lawrence of Arabia but you know whatever (laughs) nothing we can do about that now (laughs) right (laughs) so apparently the academy and the people who put together the program that aired on TV last night were using the same logic, which I guess I can't fault for fault them for that. So in their infinite wisdom, instead of best picture being the last award announced as it traditionally is most of the time, I think there's been like one other year where best picture was not the last award announced. It was way, way back in the day. Um, the They changed things around so that they did the two uh, lead acting categories last. And nobody from the Academy or, you know, the producers of the program have gone out and said this. It's just, it, it's an assumption people have made. And it's like, yeah, based on... Mm, appearances it's probably a safe assumption so the very last category that they did instead of best picture was best lead actor mm-hmm. and most people myself included Me assumed as well. that they did this because they assumed that chadwick boseman was going to posthumously win for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and it would just end the show on this great high note going, oh, you know, this fabulous actor who, you know, we wax poetic about in an episode after he passed last year. Um, you know, it would be like, you know, this great thing, you know, this this actor who was taken from us, you know, way too soon, you know, who was had so much potential ahead of him would win this award and uh, you know his wife would probably accept it on his behalf and it would just be this beautiful thing and they could be like yay and end show Mm -hmm. that's not Mm -hmm. what happened no anthony hopkins won best actor Mm -hmm. which you know good for sir anthony hopkins i mean he's a fabulous actor Mm -hmm. although i have not seen the father yet Mm -hmm. um you know, from what I understand, his performance is Oscar worthy. <laughs> so I'm not begrudging Anthony Hopkins for winning because it's totally not his fault. You know, it's not like he like came and stole it or something. Um, but it just it you know you get the, the last award and it's Joaquin Phoenix you know giving it you know doing the envelope opening and you know because they they like to do the previous year's winner gives out the next year uh and it's like you know 
Best Actor, Open the Envelope, Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Oh, Anthony Hopkins is not here. We accept this award on his behalf. The end. Mm-hmm. End of show. <laughs> yes. Or if so, they wanted to do it right, they should have had a tie. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to the votes, and they're you know they yeah, can't right. manipulate the votes because yeah, know, true. It, it would have looked weird if it had been like, oh, it's a tie, right? Uh, you know, yeah. people have been like, that something smells I, funny. I, I there. know, I, I know, I've talked about this before, either well here and maybe on, on my stint on Gold Standard. I don't remember if I mentioned it there or not, um, but. Um, when, because I, I had a, I had a, an instructor in my grad school program for library science, and he was on the committee that twice d- decides the Caldecott uh, award, um, and then you so you have the Caldecott winner and the honors, and the honors are usually the ones who like the ones that were people's favorites, but but because there has because to be a consensus on the winner, the winner is kind of the compromise, so it's kind of a weird situation. So I kind of wonder if the Academy. If Anthony Hopkins, and I say this not having seen any of the nominees and not having seen any of, of any of, of, of any, but I wonder if Anthony Hopkins was kind of the compromise and the nominees were the real ones that were supposed to, that were actually good or the best, I should say. Um, but I don't know. That's my, that, that is my theory on having no idea what the heck just went on, except for what you just told me. But yeah. that, I know. It, it, well, that's the thing. It's we 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 don't know because they they never they never talk about like yeah. numbers and the votes and and, and stuff. And there is there is very and and the problem with this is there is very little accountability on you know how these things went and or how these how these things are decided and it you know and it's subjective anyway. So I, I mean they just kind of do their own thing and we're just supposed to accept it because mm-hmm. you know you know shut shut your mouth and eat your broccoli basically yeah. <laughs> is the attitude yeah. so yeah i um yeah it, it is it's just for them to rearrange mm-hmm. the way oh, that the the awards were presented yeah. it, it it seems like they were almost sure that it was going to mm-hmm. be this great you know amazing kind Moment. of yeah. posthumous award presentation and you know Chadwick was even the last person in the in memoriam segment mm-hmm. like like here's your reminder ah, 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 look you know we're gonna um, do this yeah and for it not to play out that way it it almost seems like it was kind of arrogant on their part for them to do that that way thinking that they could maybe almost in a way like emotionally manipulate people does that yeah. make sense well yeah also remember this is hollywood and emotional well, yeah, manipulation I know. I mean, is their bread and butter yes true yeah. true true yeah it it, abs- it absolutely is but it's just you know I know. I, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to inject logic into an yeah. emotional topic. There, there's. 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 There's no logic. And the thing is, they could have left the order the way it traditionally is done, and had best best picture last, and it still would have been a good mm-hmm. like high note to end on to have this first woman so, of color, you know, have her film that she directed win best picture. 
So so basically they shouldn't have, have messed up with the with the formula. No. Not really. They could have so, just left it the way it was and so, still so, had a, still ended everything yeah. on a happy high note. So either so either just leave it alone or actually communicate if this thing if these things are gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just I don't know. It just it just it's like like let's put this last because you know then people will really want to stay mm-hmm. and watch the whole thing to see this so you know in theory amazing moment happen and then it doesn't and yeah you just got the ratings but uh well and see the ratings <laughs> is all they care about like yeah. they like they got they got your view they got your click at, as it were yeah it, basically it's glorified clickbait yeah I mean, I was I was gonna stick around and watch the entire thing anyway, but mm-hmm. just the way it ended, I mean, I was not really emotionally in, invested in most of it. Um, I I only watched uh, uh, I've only seen two of the best picture nominees at this point, but one of them was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, mm-hmm. um, and uh, really, like I said, I've not seen uh the father yet so i'm I'm sure sir anthony hopkins gives a really good performance it probably is oscar worthy but chadwick like he really really Mm -hmm. is amazing in that movie and you know there's part of me that's just kind of a little bitter that that's like well you know there was his one chance to you know get that highest stamp of approval for his profession and it didn't happen and there's no other chance for him to get it in the future because he's not with us anymore yeah Mm -hmm. which really sucks and anthony hopkins already has an oscar he got one all the way back for silence of the lambs so you know it's not like he needs another one (laughs) (laughs) so there's part of me that's a little bitter (laughs) when it comes to that too and you know i was kind of genuinely upset and disappointed after everything ended last night so uh, i know some people are taking it way harsher than is probably necessary (laughs) based on what i've seen on social media but uh, but you know it 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 is what it is but i i think it it regardless of the moving around of the categories and whatever they assumed was going to happen again they'll probably never fess up to anything because they don't oh wanna, no they don't want to look like idiots no no, um, no they, they never will and no one is ever going to hold them hold them to account for it or you yeah. know to make them explain which is why like i said you know every time the academy bungles something it's just it's just another tuesday yeah it's in this case monday or monday <laughs> or Friday. <laughs> yeah it's i mean they're they're yeah you know whoever screwed up they're still gonna have a job tomorrow yep yep because that's just how the industry works i i mean so it's like yeah good for good for the academy for you know recognizing and giving that that you know that stamp of approval to uh you know those that 
deserve it. And, um, you know, just looking at the, the nominations, the, the, just the sheer amount of representation was something to applaud. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. And we'll try again next year, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Soul one for best animated feature. So, yay. Woo! <laughs> Which I've actually seen that one. Like, uh, of, I, like I looked through the nominated. The only things I've seen, like a couple of the animated. I saw yeah. nothing else. <laughs> I um, I thought Onward was better, but it's fine. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, yeah. Odds are, it was going to go to the House of Mouse well, <laughs> in some yes. form or fashion. Yeah. That, so. that is true. That is true. I just, <laughs> I I know a lot of people love Soul and and good for them. It just didn't click with me for some reason. I, I would have been happy either way. I like yeah, both I mean, movies I like for both. different reasons. So yeah, same. I know. I'm not. That that that's. I mean, I I'm not gonna get on a soapbox about it because I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, at, the, at the end of the day, animated feature almost always goes to the house of mouse. So, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a very. It is a very rare occasion when it doesn't. Yep. Like when Spider Man or yeah, into the Spider first got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Dis- and deservedly other- so yes yes i'm not mm-hmm. saying it i'm not yeah no not at all it was just funny because uh disney or you know lucasfilm had had let lord and miller go after you know the whole uh, solo debacle and it was it was mm-hmm. just kind of funny that um <laughs> they beat out disney for the oscar mm-hmm. that year <laughs> oh what I do they say about justice <laughs> Meanwhile, the people at Sony are like, this is why we've not sold Spidey back to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Uh, so much drama. Yeah. And that's not even, and we're not even talking about the movies. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's just one big three-hour, like, dog and pony show of nepotism, really, at the end of the day, but... Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I I would call it something else, but this is a family friendly podcast. <laughs> Derriere anyway. kissing? No, no, worse than that. Mm. <laughs> Brown nosing. <laughs> uh, um, um, ha- having having to do with with uh with with mutual pleasuring. Of yeah, a group. that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just love giving each other thumbs up. Be like, good job, yeah. you. Your thing you did. So, anyway. You, you did a thing. That's my soapbox rant about the Academy Awards, and I'll probably get on said soapbox again when I record Gold Standard later this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you see a nuclear explosion in the direction of Indiana, yeah. Uh, FYI, if you're listening yeah. early, <laughs> uh, yeah, you might, you might. Um... Uh, speaking of which, small side tangent. I'll, I'll go ahead and plug this here so I don't forget because it is related. Um, Nick and I recently guested on a, another podcast um, called Spin the Script, and um, 
it's uh, we talk for hours about the academy and representation and where they've got it right where they've got it wrong um and we talked for so long he's actually split it up into two pieces so the first <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately zan could not join us um she was otherwise engaged so but nick and i made sure to talk uh, enough <laughs> for her um so uh but you could go catch uh listen to the first part of it and then he's going to release the second part of it some point this week uh so um i'll try to re when that goes live i'll try to remember to share it so but yeah Check so i've been on this soapbox a little bit already <laughs> so, so you've before they, these awards were even given out so I was just kind of already in that mindset of uh, the academy. They just can't get it right <laughs> sometimes. So when that happened last night, I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Have we learned nothing? Apparently not. Nope. Like, I'm just, I was I'm seeing just like bitter. the backlash to, because I was debating about watching it last night and I decided not to. And I saw the backlash today. I'm like, I'm kind of glad I didn't. Yeah. I actually forgot it was happening. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, moving on to other things. Uh, we did get, uh, they did use the, kind of like the, the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. um, they did use the uh, Oscars to uh, drop some teasers and some trailers uh we got a another look at uh in the heights but the trailers and stuff have have been coming out because that comes out really soon actually like june or july um so you can go watch the latest from that if you want um and then uh but we got our first look at um coming out this Christmas-ish, I think, sometime in December. Um, our first look at uh, Steven Spielberg's uh, remake, I guess, of uh, West Side Story. So. Yep. Well, it looks dang it looks a lot better than Cats. <laughs> yeah. Uh <-huh. laughs> no, I actually I kind of intrigued by this one. So I mean, it's, mm -hmm. you just have the teaser and. This is the first time hearing that it was going to be a thing, but no, yeah, it looks looks like it should be a good time. I I think it should be. Yeah. I, I hope. I I know that some people are bemoaning the fact that it's like, oh, why is there a white guy directing this? Um, which I, I, is probably a fair <laughs> well uh, assessment, maybe. But the plus side is. He's actually using Puerto Ricans in the roles of the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> He's not putting a bunch of bronzer on white people like they did in the original. Well, in the original movie, obviously it was a show mm -hmm. on Broadway first. Then it became well, a movie. Yes. As, as tends to happen sometimes. Yes. So. So look for that one in your local theaters. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
hopefully yep. hopefully by christmas <laughs> we've yeah. got uh i i i think so our options well if they're if, well if the, i guess if the theaters are still standing after all this but that's another um yeah. rant for another to be day. determined <laughs> yes yeah who knows so but that was that was kind of fun though I've 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 seen the movie. I've seen it on stage, so it is one that I have seen in um, all of its instances. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and it's Shakespeare. I actually tolerate <laughs> and enjoy because it's not straight up Shakespeare. <laughs> it's well, okay. The, the Romeo and Juliet trope. I mean, yes, it is. It is a retelling of Shakespeare. Just um you know without the shakespeare basically without um, the language the flowerly yeah, language yeah, the, the, the iambic pentameter and all this stuff and honestly a lot of the stories that that shakespeare wrote they were stories from other sources you know before before he wrote them it's, it was the poetry and the language that that makes shakespeare shakespeare mm-hmm. but i mean the whole romeo and juliet idea you know they're from rival, you know, a couple who they're each from rival families, factions, whatever. That trope's been around since, oh, forever. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, it's, it's gang warfare with, uh, with choreography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stab you with my switchblade, but first let me pirouette. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so only only broadway y'all yep yep Yep. uh i love it yeah i do love me a good show tune so i'm here for it yes i i i tease but out of love So I like West Side Story and Roman and Juliet is my like least favorite Shakespeare. And you know what? There are so many better ones, quite honestly. Yes. Uh, you know, much ado about nothing. Hamlet. Yep, yes. Okay, if you, if you mm-hmm. must have a if you must have a tragedy, Macbeth or Hamlet mm-hmm. or even a mm-hmm. Thelo. Like, yep. yeah. There. I mean, Romeo and Juliet is just kind of like it. It's it's a it, it's a it's an easy thing to do, and I think it was one of his earlier ones if i'm not mistaken i'll have to look that up don't quote me on that uh mm-hmm. shakespeare got shakespeare got better king lear holy cow mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. the tempest i love the tempest mm-hmm. yes if you want to do the comedy comedy drama taming of the shrew oh yes <laughs> taming of the shrew uh 12th night's a fun one mm-hmm. uh what did we see the merchant of Mid-summer venice night. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, we we I actually saw a Merchant of Venice um down at the the Utah Shakespeare Festival not last year obviously year before last and um uh yeah Armin Shimmerman was was in that one. Oh nice. Oh nice. I try to remember what he played. But yes. So yeah. Uh, um, Cork Cork from DS Nine. It for those who yes. are uh, not from, <laughs> not recognizing the name. But yes, he's actually and Principal been Principal Snyder from Buffy. Ah <laughs> uh, yes yes um. But yeah, he's he, he's actually been down to the to the he's been in, in plays performed at the Shakespeare Utah Shakespeare Festival several times. If I uh, 
if uh, Jared, Jared has told me, and like every time, like like whenever, whenever they, that he's been there, and Jared and his mom are like, "Is that really him?" They look in the program and be like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, it is." So you never know who you're gonna see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comedy of errors is also good. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I um, could go yeah. on and on. <laughs> I could too, and, and you know, Romeo and Juliet. It's fine. It's not his best. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, uh, I mean, uh, as... as Should have had only you two on Golden Standard when we talked about Hamlet. <laughs> May, maybe. Maybe. <sighs> Too late <Hamlet>. now. <laughs> Hamlet's, Hamlet's kind of an odd duck, but it's it's one of those that's mm-hmm. like just fascinating in, in, in watching. It's like watching a train wreck in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you want to keep going, but you have to stop and see how it's everything's like, going to play yeah. out. I know you're just like, oh my gosh, this is gonna, this is gonna be so awful. This is gonna be so terrible. This is gonna end in tears. And you're just sitting there eating popcorn, like, oh, tell me more. This is gonna just be a complete (laughs) disaster. Oh my! We're all over twisty. Please, sir, can we have more? Yes. I'm gonna be depressed afterward, but I can't look away. Oh my! We're 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 a little dirty over here about this, so uh, <laughs> don't don't mind. Librarian and English major, <laughs> mm-hmm. like don't get the English major and the librarian started on Shakespeare. <laughs> well, well, see, I I was an English major. Oh, you were too. Nice. Yes, I was. I was an English major before I was a, a librarian. So, well, then there you go. Yeah. <laughs> So does, so does that our two English majors combined? Does that make does that make us masters? I'm gonna say yes because I do <laughs> I, I I do have a master's degree in library science. So yes, nice. between the two of us, we've got we've got <laughs> enough for two master's degrees. Oh my! <laughs> hey, you so, got, you you brought it you up. You started it. <laughs> I didn't start it. Steven Spielberg started it. Okay, okay. It's it's easy to pin it on Steven Spielberg. <laughs> He's not here to defend himself, so you okay. know. Okay. Spielberg, it's all your fault. <laughs> Steven, if you want to uh, defend yourself, please send an email. Uh, girls at gmail.com and we'll, we'll 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 set something up. Yep. We would gladly let you argue your that would be amazing your, your, your side. <laughs> so we will not say no. We just say like not just email, having that as a guest. Can you imagine? Stranger uh, things could happen. So anyway, anyway. After, after that squirrel, yeah, tangent about Shakespeare. Let's move on to Doctor Who. Who's met Shakespeare? <laughs> there's connections there yes. is connections it's all connected. and it's all connected and not because of kevin bacon um so yeah so for doctor who uh got some kind of exciting things happening we we, we mentioned this way back when they first announced the announced it but now it's like actually getting ready to happen the uh Time Fracture Interactive Experience. Um, they have uh, released a little teaser video 
mm-hmm. um, that you can go watch and gives you a look at some of the models for the sets and some con- concept art, very uh, familiar uh, locations, like a certain junkyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, speaking of Shakespeare, uh, <laughs> a certain uh, room where a certain bard like to write things, um, and uh, other places that you'll just have to go watch the video. Um, and so, yeah, it looks it looks really, really cool if you are in presumably probably the London area. <laughs> yes, London. Um, you can go. It opens uh, May 26th and um, will be open to the public to do. So the, the description on the website um, is... Doctor Who Time Fracture, a groundbreaking immersive theatrical adventure, plunges you into the incredible universe of Doctor Who. 1940, at the height of the Blitz, a weapon of unknown origin destroys a small corner of Mayfair and simultaneously opens a rift in space and time. For decades, units have fought undetected to protect the people of Earth from the dangers it poses. Weakened and beaten back as the fractures multiply and out of control, they're close to defeat. So, yeah, it's just the whole thing just sounds amazing. And I feel really left out. I've got serious FOMO (laughs) at the moment. Actor who plays a certain captain posted some stuff. And I'm just like, (gasps) yeah, yeah, it's it's, in time, time uh, stamp. I'm thinking he's coming back for the next series. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I forgot that was going to be a thing. And then. I was looking up like oh, and I was like oh, because it's like I thought like I saw Theodore, I'm like oh maybe it's like stream here, but if we're gonna admit, if they do, we're gonna make a whole bunch of it. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, it's it's not it. something that would work like that because it's like if you've ever done yeah. like it sounds like if you've ever done like an escape room, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, like... but bigger, and. I, not necessarily timed like you know you've got to get this done in an hour because like they got one of the guys in the video was like technically you could visit all of the rooms in one day it would be really hard but it technically is physically possible i'm guessing you'd probably have to like glance over a lot of things and not get into like really into the weeds of checking out every room because they're like you know you could like move aside a tapestry and there would be a door or open up yeah, a book see, and there's going to be clues and stuff so yeah I, i'd i want to you know i'd want to look at everything and so yeah, yeah I, I, which I going back multiple times probably yeah, right. to try to get so everything basically yeah. a day per each room <laughs> Pretty probably much, which yeah. that would get very expensive very fast considering this oh. thing starts at like 50 pounds Oof. Oof. a ticket Please. so <laughs> i would hope they do packages yeah pick pick and choose your uh your experience i guess yeah well if any of our uk listeners want to want to send in uh go go to this and send in a report we and uh be our our frogs on the street 
yeah. so to speak. Please, uh, please, we will, please. Yes, we will, we will definitely we take... to live through you. Yes. yes. <laughs> we will live vicariously through your experiences and be jealous, but also very happy that you've got to do it. So, yeah. again, that email address is <laughs> fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. Yeah. So, you can send us feedback, you can send us a video, you could send us a audio it's recording. Allowed. Yes. Mm. Yep. They might not. They might not allow that. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not talking about like in the thing. I'm talking about like you talking about your your experience. Experience, yeah. After after the fact. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I I wasn't saying like yeah. Go in and and you know. Spoil the entire thing. No. Yeah. No. 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 Not that. Not that. Just like kind of describe <laughs> what 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 you did, what you saw, and you know how how it was. That that that's what I meant. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, but, oh. And you said hello to from some end captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It looks like it's going to be so much fun. Even with just what little they, you know, told yeah. us. It's just, it just, just knowing, you know. It's like, it's something Doctor Who related. It's like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it'll do well enough there that they could justify bringing it to the States and, like, Maybe. Pick a, a handful of major cities, you know, like New York, it's Chicago. Have, like, a traveling and, thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe, so, maybe. Right now, know. it's right now. According to the website, it's set up to go through April of next year. So, well, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we shall see. Maybe save up enough money. Yeah, I mean, I've been planning on. Wanting to go there like years, so like, well, me too. Hopefully, travel will the, open up a bit more. An excuse to yeah, that too. Uh-huh. Right now, we can't get uh, into the country as far as I know. So. Not, not, without, not without cooling your heels for two weeks. Or no, yep. that's Canada. Never mind. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know what the UK's um, what their yeah. thing is. Yeah, there's so much good stuff happening all over the place. Avengers Campus is going to be opening up at Disneyland in June. Oh my god! Um, oh, Disney, yeah. <laughs> Disneyland hey. finally open. Gee, well that too. Yeah, Disneyland yeah. is finally going to be reopening. Yay! <laughs> that's this that's accomplishment be... itself. But all the event, the Avengers Campus is opening in, <laughs> yeah. in early June, which ugh, it looks amazing. And then they're friggin', friggin California. They're the Disney Pacific. Cruise Line is going to be unveiling details for the new cruise ship later this week. <laughs> and it's going to be a Harry Potter. Can you tell I'm ready to go on vacation? <laughs> we can just desperately need to go on a vacation. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I just got, I'm just so stir crazy. Like, please, I just, I want to go somewhere. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway. Uh, moving on, but staying in Doctor Who, um, I guess to big finish, yay. Uh, yay, this is exciting. Big Finish is now a Guinness World Record holder. I know, I saw, nice. I got that, I got that email and I'm like, in what? I mean, I'm sure there's uh-huh. something. running but... science fiction audio play series. That is Makes very sense. specific. For the the monthly exciting. the monthly adventures line, essentially the main line, 
275 consecutive months of releases. Yep. Wow. Which just the 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 main line just finished because they're gonna mm-hmm. they're they're revamping it a little bit as we've discussed before. So it's not going anywhere. They're just changing the way they do things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's a little different, but that is very cool that mm-hmm. they. That uh, yeah, they 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 got recognized, or I I'm sure they applied for something to, to that effect. But it is still cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going yep. to have to admit, like I glanced at it real quick. I saw Doctor Who and I saw Guinness World Record. I was like, wait, I thought they already won that. <laughs> <laughs> no no no, this is and big then finish. I like, read it more. I'm like, oh, this is big finish, not the show. <laughs> Like okay, that makes sense. Yay, go get finished. Mm-hmm. Which you know they might as they might as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yep>. So <clears throat> big, big congrats to them. Because mm-hmm. yes, oh yeah, and it's something they definitely deserve. Like oh yeah, I mean it's yeah. the longest and like it's the well I can't say well yeah they're pretty much all good. Just yeah, I mean, what, I mean, yeah, but, but once in a while they 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 had a hiccup, but it was certainly not the norm, and they just, uh-uh. yeah. I mean, we've gushed about big finish before. We will mm. continue to do so. But mm-hmm. yes, yes, congrats, congratulations to them, and very well deserved. And yeah, we. I'm still looking forward to more. I mean, I've I still got to get the last few mm-hmm. of the of the main range. Um. The main range is deeply discounted for the most part, too. So yeah, Yeah. like the first hundred, I think, are like two or no, two ninety nine. Yeah. Yes, I bought I bought a few recently, so yeah, the the two ninety nine. Yeah, and they they may continue to to keep discounting the older ones, which there's some good ones. We've we've covered some. Well, we've covered at least one here. So Mm -hmm. yes. Anyway, we love Big Finish. Yes, little heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that is it for the news. So we will move on to feedback. So got some feedback from Shalane, um, and she starts off by saying that we made her day talking about Anastasia. <laughs> hey, I can gush about that movie forever. Uh, and so <laughs> call me one day, kid. We'll we'll gush some more. <laughs> it anyway. Yeah. Um and uh she says it is the best non-Disney film from when she was growing up. Um and she thinks that the Music from the stage musical is great. Um, and uh, do you, do you uh, see, I'm trying to understand what she's saying here. The, here the villain in the stage musical is amazing. Uh, um, I don't know if she's seen it or she just knows, but apparently, at least in some version of the stage musical, the villain was played by uh, Ray Raymond Raymond Karimlu Karimlu yeah. Karimlu 
I don't know who that is. Why is she? I don't know who that is either. I don't Apparently know. Apparently, she saying. knows who he is. I know she's really big into theater. So, yes, she, yes, she, she knows. That, she knows that's what she got her. I do. That's what she got her bachelor's in. I don't know what this thing about her cousin is because we are not related to this yeah. guy. I think it might be a typo. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, something. I think so. I think she's uh, a cousin of probably somebody she knows. <laughs> yeah, I, I think probably. there's a word. I think there's a word missing in that sentence because yeah. I'm like, we're not related to him. Yep, no. <laughs> to my knowledge, <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, so I don't know this. Shalane's our uh, our stage in Broadway like correspondent because yes. she's got her <laughs> finger on the pulse more than all of us. So yeah, I'm like I I know some plays and I know the ones I like, but the, anything that's like other than like you know Hamilton that everybody knows about yeah um anything that's that, that's like brand new i'm just like huh? i don't know <laughs> but, yeah. yeah um and she mentions that Liz Caraway who's the singing voice for Anastasia because Meg Ryan is not the singing voice no. uh it's also the it's singing all- voice for Odette in the Swan Princess Swan and Kira from The Lion King 2, which I've never seen either one of those. Swan Princess is, is good, but that was one like we watched over and over and over and over again when I was a kid. So uh, I've kind of not watched it in several years because of that. But I I mean, not because of the movie is, is bad. It's just because I, oh, I could probably watch it now, though. Yeah, It'll probably be all right. I remember liking it when I saw it, but I ha- I haven't seen it in years. But I don't know why. I think it's just one of those like I really yeah. liked it, but just haven't really sat down to watch it again. It, it's probably I don't know. I'd have to see if it's streaming anywhere because that that's probably you know the if you don't if you don't have access to it, well then there's a there's a perfectly good reason why you haven't seen it for a while. Um, but yeah. Now that she um, mentioned it, I'm like now I. Now I gotta go find it because now I'm like, hmm. I wonder if it holds up. <laughs> Therein lies the rub. Indeed. Visiting childhood favorites. Does it hold up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on um one of those free movie things of Tubi. Oh, okay. And then you can all buy it at other. Places. Of course. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Almost everything you can buy if you're willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yes. Yep. Sometimes if you pay out the nose, because, yeah. Anyway, yep. moving on. Yep. She also mentions, because we forgot it, we did not mention it, that uh, Bartok did get his own movie. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. It is very, it, it's it's just Bartok. There's like nothing else to do with Anastasia, the movie, because it's, it's supposed to be a prequel. I think, if I'm remembering uh, right, um, don't know. I've never seen it. I haven't either. I've just seen YouTubers talking about it for some random reason. It was one of those. It was one of those things where I was like, I'm bored. Who's who's? Well, what what is YouTube gonna give me to watch? And somewhere along the line, it recommended here. Watch this video about Bartok the Magnificent. And I was like, okay. So I did, and I'm like, oh, that's what that movie's about. <laughs> According to a critic, so just um the. Synopsis is a boastful bat gets a chance to prove his true worth by rescuing a Russian prince from an evil witch. It's like kind of like the opposite of what happens in Anastasia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. A little bit. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, 
Um, and then she also says that she too is excited about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, and apparently Aquafina was really great in Ryan the Last Dragon, which I still have not seen yet. Oh, that's right. She was in that. <laughs> yeah. I've only ever, I've, the only thing I've seen Aquafina in yet is uh, Ocean's 8. Mm. So, which she was good in that. So. Okay. The farewell is supposed to be really good too. She's in that as well. So, one thing that I've seen her in. She's an up and comer, so she's still she's still she's still making her way in Hollywood. So. Mm -hmm. Thank you no, so I, for the feedback. Yes, and I do have a little bit of feedback that pertains to our uh, topic at hand. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, one of my uh, author friends who I run her Facebook fan page, or author page, uh, is also a big Marvel fan. And she has a little bit of feedback for Captain Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier. You could say either. Technically, it's correct. Yeah, now I can. Yes. <laughs> so she might be Spoilers! sending an email. <laughs> she might be sending an email later on with some more stuff, but she uh, sent me a message. Uh, she says, "I have to say that seeing Sam in the Captain America suit, his version had had the same wow factors when Cap wheeled." Mew Mew or Merlinger, however, I always yeah. have I just call him Mew Mew. I'm with Darcy. Yeah. Mew Mew! <laughs> Same. In Endgame. And when he, yep, Mulanir. And when he finally picked up the shield, it was like, yep, meant to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if she has any more thoughts forthcoming, I gave her both email addresses, so we'll be sure to add, a, add two. We'll <laughs> do. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so she Yes, we she, use she it. loved it. Yeah. <laughs> As a lot of people did. And there's our segue mm -hmm. into this week's main topic, which <laughs> is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as it was known for 5.95% of uh, <laughs> 5 and, and 95% of, 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 of episodes. <laughs> I don't know how math. I don't do math. Uh, that was what it was known for most of it <laughs> until you get to yeah. the very end where they yeah. changed the title to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Although mm -hmm. if you search it on Disney Plus, it's still Falcon and Winter Soldier because yeah. spoilers. And I guess we should spring the spoiler. Yeah, like <laughs> I said, spoilers. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yes, because the, the finale just aired last Friday. So, yeah, not everybody has yeah. caught up. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, I think for the most part, people knew that this was coming. I mean, because uh -huh. Endgame yeah. obviously set it up that right. mm -hmm. at least Steve wanted Sam to become Cap. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> at the end of watching this, I kind of felt like, well, this is an odd detour for everything we knew was going to happen at the end of Endgame. It's like, well, duh. And <sighs> I mean, the only thing I really didn't anticipate i guess was the was what the suit was going to look like 
-hmm. mostly because I have no concept of, I I don't really know anything about the comics. Although, and Jared hasn't watched the show at all um, because he really hasn't had time. There's lots of reasons for that. Um, But he, he did see spoilers and he's like, oh, wow, this suit. And I'm like, what and he's like do you have it he wouldn't sh- i told him not to show it to me even though i was kind of like what is it um because he saw it before I-, I watched it and then i mm-hmm. saw it and i'm like okay isn't that that's what he's supposed to wear from the comics so they they stuck with the they stuck with the look right and he's like mm-hmm. yeah yeah so like okay yeah. so yeah. i was just it, like and it, it, it did get a little if if you, if you looked in the right place it did get spoiled because uh of all places hallmark is going to be releasing a, a Sam, uh, yeah, Christmas ornament, and so the image was already out there of the Christmas ornament. <laughs> so, oh my goodness! Not that I want to be thinking about Christmas in Hall- late Hallmark, April. <laughs> Hallmark gets ready early. Like if you go to any uh-huh. any Hallmark store, you will see Christmas stuff. Oh yeah. The so year. there's the die-hard collectors of some of the yeah. the of like oh, yeah. certain lines and stuff. So yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So I think um, for the the sake of um, keeping things straight, just like uh, WandaVision, we'll just go episode by episode. Um, yeah. Because it Sounds does good. it does build. At least there's mm-hmm. only six episodes, and so hopefully we won't have like a three-hour show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean there's well with this the idea is we're likely to get another season of this it's not right. contained yeah. like wandavision was where they just needed to cram a whole lot in there because this is like this is the only season we're getting and we're not seeing this character again for like a year yeah. so so yeah we'll do our best so yeah so uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, uh, takes place uh, six months thereabouts after the end of Endgame. So people have been snapped back, as we saw in WandaVision, um, but that was like three weeks after. So we just saw kind of the immediate, af- uh, some of the immediate aftermath of the return um, and we did touch upon a little about how it's slightly touched upon in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, which takes place about eight months after Endgame. So this this takes place in between WandaVision and Spider-Man, um, essentially. Um, so now that it's we're several months past Endgame um we're really start the world is really starting to see the fallout of bringing everybody back uh-huh. um and the the honeymoon period is over <laughs> where everybody's right. like like oh you know my my spouse is back or my kids are back or whatever um Reality you know, Peter, Par- Peter Peter Parker's like, oh, I gotta go back to school. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's how does the world move forward? Not move on because there's not really any moving on from this. It's just how do how does the world yeah. move forward? And it's very complicated. And yes. there's this kind of world. It's the the GRC, mm-hmm. the global 
I I just call something it, council. Yeah, uh, re repatriation or something. Yeah. And it's like oh, repatriation I mean, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, just um, yeah, yeah. G- GRC for short because that's yeah. that's good enough. And it's I mean from the outset they make it clear this is not something that has an easy answer. I mean there are going I mean. What we saw in WandaVision when when Monica Rambeau came back, like she expected her mother to still be in the hospital recovering, not, you know, not dead after, you know, two or three years. So like the people who came back to them, no time has passed mm-hmm. in for in their mind. But to all the people who were still there, still left behind, it's been five years, obviously. So how so 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 the the conflict becomes how do you help the people who've lost five years of their lives and how do you and how do you help the people who have been here trying to keep things moving as it were and there are no easy answers so that i do like that they addressed it the Mm. way they addressed it mm, i'll get there (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, it's, um, it, it is, I mean, by the time we get to the end of this, it's, it's, it's not a nice tied up in a happy bow because not, this, not it, it's, I, still, yeah. Yeah, it's still going to be a ongoing issue uh-huh. because it is so complicated. Yeah. And, and I do like, and they address that time and time again, the problem, and, and this is, we, we have with, um, with the, the antagonists in this story is they have a solution it's an easy solution it's gonna suck for a lot of people because mm-hmm. hence villains but because they are so convinced of the rightness of their position um because they don't they 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 liked they liked having um free reign over you know whatever they liked being able to say well these people are gone so we are going to take their homes we are going to take what's left because obviously you would do that and it kind of reminds me of um if i don't know how many of you have played fallout um the, the fallout franchise uh, in that in those games like the, the it's it's not a snap from thanos it's a nuclear war that you know basically destroys all of the world a lot of people are dead a lot of a lot of things are just gone and you, you pick up the pieces and try to find you know create your own civilizations and your own communities and then there are people who will take advantage of that and and try to to steal from you and you have to you know protect yourself or just you know find ways to to survive and so like all of that i'm on board with i get it i understand uh when these people come back you have a new paradigm and you've got to figure it out and it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be quick and it's not going to be cheap. Um, and so the, I don't know. I felt like they were trying to make the, 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 the flag smashers, uh, so they're trying to make them so sympathetic. And just every time they tried that five minutes later, Carly would say something like, oh, you know, we, we need to blow him up or we need to fight him or we need to do this. And I'm just like, you are not winning me to your side, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I know, we're no. supposed to be like, you know, I mean, and it wasn't just, it wasn't just 
her it was like the the, the show was saying oh she has a point doesn't she i'm like no she doesn't you get out of here with that crap yeah well, stop. <laughs> if you ever felt like smashers were giving her the side eye when she would be mentioning some of this yes stuff. and you know like, and they never when you want us to do that um they never followed through with that like it, in the finale mm-hmm. when they said you know she's trying to do the one world one people thing and they all just kind of stare at her and i'm like ooh, mm-hmm. like they're gonna turn on her and they never did they never got a right. chance to and i'm like oh you missed a you missed mm-hmm. a trick marvel what the heck it's like you yeah. you dropped the ball on that one yeah which i think that would have been so much better yeah. but anyway yeah because from the, the the comics um the the flag smashers it was just the flag smasher it yeah, was just it was... a single person yeah um who was just a, a super villain who wanted to establish a one world government um and uh they first appeared in Captain America volume 1 issue 312 um but it's a it's a guy and he leads a terrorist organization <laughs> uh the names they come up with some things the organization was called the underground liberated totally integrated mobile army to unite mankind which spells out ultimatum uh, oh comic yes uh, it, it is it is a comic book and they they are they are allowed to be a little oh, ridiculous in their name yes uh-huh. <laughs> but i feel like it's like it it reminds me of um in ages of shield when um they ask um yeah oh, what, is, what, do you, what is what is what is what is what is shield state you know what's like was a word sheet you know the words that create shield and and uh ward is all like somebody really wanted our name to be shield <laughs> spell yeah. out shields yeah yeah it's kind of or, or yeah or or in or in <laughs> iron man when when colson is you know introducing himself to to tony and pepper you know different yeah. times we're working on the name we're working on the name yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so. not bill he's agent yeah yeah so. yeah so making just a group called flag smashers definitely rolls out the tongue better <laughs> yeah i mean it's still it's still kind of a weird name but it's better than that other thing the whole idea is that you create this one world government by destroying the symbols that represent the individual countries yeah so when they say flag smasher they almost mean it kind of literally yeah like anything that differentiates you from another country eliminate it and that's what that's what their goal is because they're the 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 thing is the the people in the flag smashers and, and carly um who who leads the entire thing um are people that didn't get snapped yeah and when and so they had free reign of the planet essentially for five years you know the the population's been cut in half so we you know like we, as we saw in endgame you know yes the the place really struggle you know there's like trash on the streets and stuff but then there's that you know there were other things that people considered positives you know like uh i think was it steve where he says he he sees he saw whales in the hudson river 
mm-hmm. things like that. And it's those people that take those sort of things and be like, no, this was a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then when all the people came back and all of these world governments are like, oh my God, yeah, we've got half the population on the planet back, which you figure almost 7 billion people. So, you know, three and a half billion people have suddenly reappeared that don't have a home, don't have jobs, you know, the economy had to adjust itself with the loss of workforce and now it's being overwhelmed, you know, all the, all the things that we usually count on existing, you know, jobs and banks and things like, yeah, resort, you know, food and gas and money and all that. Yeah. Yeah, Suddenly the system is overwhelmed yeah. by this influx of mm-hmm. billion literally billions of people so mm-hmm. you get these organizations like the GRC that are putting together you know like uh camps you know refugee camps and you know allotting resources and stuff and meanwhile the people that never got snapped are like well what about us we've been here the entire time mm-hmm. and, and we still and, exist yeah you know, we were the uh-huh. ones helping keeping you know help keep society going for the last five years and now you're treating us like you know yesterday's garbage because we're not yeah you know we're not the people that suddenly just reappeared yeah it, it's like you know you know like it, it feels like there's two there's two different kind of i don't want to say factions but i don't have another word for it uh, but two different groups i guess is like it's the ones that like, oh, we feel sorry for you. You missed out. So here, let's help you. And then there's the uh-huh. ones that like, oh, you already know what's going on. So, you know, come in and pitch in and help. But then there's the ones that, but then, you know, you have people like the Flag Smashers, like, well, we like being able to just waltz in and, and you know, like, oh, here's a, here's a, here's a, here's a, a house. Here's some food. Here's, you know, stuff that is just got left here because the people are, you know, they disappeared. Um, so, you know, we're just going to take this, which, you know, they were. Per, it was perfectly sane and right to do that at the time i guess or perfectly logical but then but then they all reappear and it's like well now you gotta re you know redo your your paradigm and it's like you were saying like you know the banks like there's that scene where sam and his sister go to the bank to try to get a loan and there is just no money to be had because there's there's nothing like there, it's all mm-hmm. tied up in other places. And so mm-hmm. there's, and you know, Sam, like, even though it, the guy, it's like, like they don't have any collateral or anything yeah, to, right. to use, yeah, like, you know, to help get them alone because Sam's been gone for five years. They're yeah. like, it's like, well, you haven't mm-hmm. had any income for the past five years. And I'm like, well, yeah, I was, you know, in yeah. limbo yeah. in another universe for the right. last five years. It's and- like, it's like, and so it's like, this is something, and I guess we know a little bit about this is like, this is something they've never faced before. It's like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. How do we figure this out? And I mean, they're, they're, they kind of, the narrative kind of treats the banker like the bad guy, like, oh, you're not, you're, you're just not loaning the money to them because, you know, you know, what, what, insert your reason here, but it's like, no, it's just not there. And so everybody, mm-hmm. and this is, and like, this is what the problem is, is this, this is, you know, I hate to use the phrase because we're so sick of hearing it, unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. what did we just live through, you know, for, for the last year or we're still living through is no one like for, for days, nobody knows what's going on. We don't know what's going on from day to day because we've got to watch, you know, the numbers or, you know, how, you know, how many people are going to show back up or how many, 
how much you know what's what's going to happen next you know is there going to be another influx of something or is there going to be another conflict over mm-hmm. whatever i mean you just you just don't know and mm-hmm. so you know to treat this like i mean i mean and and like i said the people who got snapped they don't they, no time passed for them in their minds mm-hmm. right um but the people, so so to them, it's like, well, it should just be normal, you know, business as usual. Well, no, it's not, and it's never, and it's not going to be, probably never going to be again, for you mm-hmm. at least. Uh, um, but it's just, it, it, and it's what people have to come to grips with, and that's kind of, I mean, they kind of did it, but I didn't see enough of it in right. in, in the show. And the banker brought up too, it's just like, well, didn't the Avengers pay you? There was really never any paychecks. Mm-hmm. involved it was just like here thank you well no yeah, tony bankrolled pretty much everything yeah. oh, he did okay it wasn't yeah. that yeah he even he even clear. he even mentions that in age of ultron yeah okay where he's like yeah i just you know i just pay for everything you know yeah. and and you know now tony's gone now if tony had survived right. he probably yeah, story would, yeah, <laughs> yeah it may have been a different story but you know yeah well where, as much where, as where, as much as you know pepper I'm sure would have liked to help, you know, she, she's, she was never really as involved as Tony was. So, you know, and she's got a, mm-hmm. she, you know, she's got Morgan to take care of and, yep. you know, she's got Stark Industries yeah. that she's still in charge of and she's got to do, you know, what's best for the company and, you know, her and her family. So as much as she probably would have liked to help out Tony's friends, it's pro- it may not be economically feasible, no matter mm-hmm. how much, cash tony stark was rolling in <laughs> yeah well, i mean did, so. did, did they ever establish that pepper just couldn't help or wouldn't or did sam like even or did any of them ever ask well i think even i think at this point she's still trying to figure things out because like she gets name dropped in mm-hmm. spider-man far from home mm-hmm. because happy shows up at that that benefit that that peter yeah, right. and aunt may are at with the big check that pepper signed but, you know, even Happy is all like, yeah, she's just not, you know, she's not at a place where she can, you know, do stuff like this quite yet. She, like, she's more than happy to be silent in the background, so, you know, mm-hmm. writing checks. But uh-huh. again, there's only so much that one person could do. And especially, you know, as a, you know, but whatever you're you know not everybody you know there's gonna be people that are distrustful of government there's gonna be people distrustful of big corporations so you know no matter how altruistic you know pepper Potts may want to be as the head of stark industries there's probably still gonna be people like oh we don't want to be indebted to some corporate multi-billionaire or whatever so um again this is it's a very very complicated thing now in the comics the avengers did get paid mm-hmm. um at least in the 80s it was established that they got paid a thousand dollars a week which was nice. in 1981 money which that nowadays Ooh. would be about 2900 dollars a week in today today's money which would not be a bad paycheck no no, no indeed you know i, I would know. take that i would take a thousand dollars a week actually i would take mm-hmm. the 1980s money <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was like, I'm with you. So I mean, I mean, I'm risk, I'm risking life and limb to to keep the world safe. So sure, yeah, yeah, I'm worth, I'm worth that much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Sam was ex-military. He probably got some sort of retirement. Would be my yeah. guess, some sort of 
pension or yeah. you know whatever from from the military but again mm-hmm. it's he obviously was not did not serve a long time before mm-hmm. he retired so you know his whatever retirement's not going to be as hefty as it would be if you know he was a lifer and served you know 20 30 years or something um right. like some people do and i i'm i'm guessing that the contracting gigs the, weren't too lucrative that too and i'm guessing that the the work he was no. doing with the support groups with the vets was probably a volunteer yeah mm-hmm. that that seems Job, more volunteer so. or you know it would be yeah, if he did, I, if he did I, get any kind of pay, it would have been nominal at best. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, uh, it, like so really? yeah, it's 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 a sticky situation. It's like how do we deal with this? And you know they you know for for everything they had to deal with, I thought they were doing pretty pretty well. Um, you know, all things considered. So yeah, so when these flag smashers show up and it took me a really long time to figure out that carly was their leader because i'm like what it's this it's this she's so unassuming that's the thing and i think that i think that's part of it is she's just this young you know unassuming you know probably late teens early 20s yeah so like how did like how did she become like because because if you're going to be a leader people have to listen to you People mm-hmm. have, and you've got to have some kind of presence and some kind of charisma or something. And she just was nothing, honestly. Well, I mean, it, well, the- we, yeah, it's not till the end that we learned a little bit about her background and learned that she was part of a larger yeah. organization, and mm-hmm. she, you know, became, you know unenchanted with what she was doing with working for the power broker mm-hmm. and decided that more needed to be done and uh just she convinced people to to follow her so yeah i but i don't i don't see how i don't see how that like where like i'm like, i'm guessing that she probably picked up a thing or two as far as manipulation and how to get people to do things for you from mm-hmm. the power Black, broker blackmail or something that i mean because i'm looking at yeah, her i'm like I, it's like it's like i wouldn't follow you into a mcdonald's let alone you know in a, into a bomb plot like what mm-hmm. is your deal yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah I'm just, um yeah yeah it's it's just you know yeah so so like sam has been sam's been doing these kind Mm -hmm. of under the table contract gigs for the military um kind of a mission impossible type thing like if you you know if you fail or you're captured we're gonna act like we have no idea who you are yeah (laughs) or pay for uh but we do get to see sam in action with with the you know the falcon falcon yeah. suit and red wing poor red wing gets destroyed oh. i don't know how many mm-hmm. times in these in this series he's it, it's it he's the rory of this show it's he like, is oh, wait, wait, wait five minutes. there goes red wing again wait five minutes he'll be back yeah <laughs> yeah poor red wing uh, uh meanwhile bucky is just bucky's just trying to exist uh, mm-hmm. i feel sorry for Bucky. I yeah. Really yeah. He he got his pardon from the government, but he has to go to therapy as part of his his kind of 
agreement with the U.S. Yeah. government and his <laughs> his his therapist, you know, <laughs> will not take any shit from him nope. <laughs> at uh-uh. all. Which is something uh-huh. that 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 actress actually does really well. She she was the uh, head of the uh, the um, like the ne- uh, not the neonatal but like the OBGYN uh, department on ER. and she's played doctors on a lot of other tv shows that's just kind of her thing she's just a one of those character actor actresses that just pops up but apparently her specialty is playing from each of the roles she played yeah yeah but she like her specialty is playing physicians of some sort (laughs) doctors of some (laughs) sort so (laughs) yeah but he was getting tired of her and her notebook yeah (laughs) Yeah, so he's like he's like trying to work through his PTSD uh-huh. from his time as a Winter Soldier, plus the PTSD of being snapped on top of yeah. it. So it's like Bucky just has has had a rough go of it, and he's, I mean, it feels like he you know he, he's definitely trying to put the Winter Soldier behind him. Although I love mm-hmm. that scene, like I'm like because because you see it like he comes in and he's you know there to you know to, to to murder people and it's like okay i thought this was over and then you know obviously it's a flashback but it's like that part was really well done because i was seriously thinking uh what just happened or what's mm-hmm. going on Bucky, no! don't go don't it, do it i mean i mean and it's been what winter soldier was what 2013 13 14 13 14 so yeah. it's, it's been like you know eight ish years since sebastian stan technically has been the winter soldier but Mm -hmm. he obviously was able to jump right back into Mm -hmm. being Mm -hmm. the winter soldier just for you know for that flashback yeah which was really really good and then then you know you find out like he's trying to make amends for for what he's done so that involves you know hunting down the people who you know caught you know caused his you know you know, instructed him to 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 kill people or you know in one case and you know this this story again i wish they had spent a little more time on it um was you know he he killed a young man who was mm-hmm. i get it seemed like he was just wrong place wrong time but the, the yeah, winter soldier yeah winter soldier conditioning just like it was just you know kill everybody leave no witnesses leave no witnesses right. and then so he finds this this young man's father and yeah. befriends the father but never really tells it like like he's going to he wants to tell him like what happened to his son but he can't do it and the poor father is still grieving his son and they have such a sweet relationship though so it's a yes. sweet friendship and but it, the father is, even tries to set yeah set him up, up with the hate i know and it's so cute and i'm just like oh do it do it bucky but you know it's it's still hard for him because he's the only reason that he's befriended this old man is because he murdered his son Uh, Mm -hmm. and and it's just i'm like oh my goodness and then it doesn't really get that great of a payoff at the end i mean it it does a little bit but it doesn't they don't give it any space to to just kind of sit and and Mm -hmm. and have that have that moment and i was just that that was i was i was a little i was a little heartbroken over that because they set it up so well mm-hmm. in the beginning uh, yeah so that's what bucky's doing you know doing you know being sarcastic with the therapist she's not taking his crap and then he's trying to to help this old man 
who is clearly not over the death of his son, mostly because he doesn't know why, you know, there's no real reason behind it. I mean, not that death necessarily has to have reason behind it, but, you know, we're human. We try to figure these things out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the the fact that Bucky is there and he could, you know, give give this man, give this father... Closure. Some closure, yes. Mm -hmm. And you can... But he just, he can't do it because he's too afraid, too hesitant. GD likes having the friendship, I guess. I don't know. It's just, there's there's a lot of things you could read into it. And it's just, it's a good, good part of the story. And it just didn't get the treatment that I think it deserved. I was really sad about that in the end. So that's what Bucky's up to. And then uh, Sam, he's still got the Captain America shield. For a little bit. For a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then he gives it. And I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Eve gave like, that to you. Yes. <laughs> we are. We Everybody was saying that. It's like, you know, Steve gave that to you for a reason. You, even when you objected and you're like, oh, it doesn't feel like it belongs to me. And Steve's like, well, it does. Yes. yes. So you better like it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then here we are six months later and we're at the freaking Smithsonian and uh-huh. Sam's all like, here, put this in a glass case where it belongs. I'm like, no, no, no. You, 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 know, you know it's you not really? going to stay there. Yeah. Well, Sam, you should have given it to Morgan to use for as a sled. Yeah. <laughs> that, it would have been. It would have at least gotten some use. Yeah. It right. Yeah. Well, and then and then and then he has the audacity to act shocked, like right. when when they when they when they take it and pass it on to this to this John Walker is like, what did you? think was going to happen exactly. crying out loud my Me- meanwhile roadie who yes. uh, yay that yeah short like appearance by don Cheadle is as okay. roadie uh you know roadie even roadie was like i was there dude i saw steve yeah. give it to you and it's like uh-huh. you're supposed to keep it it's like this is a dumb decision yeah, Rody should have told him. Hey, he was about but, ready to break out at you know his inner Nick Fury and be like, "I, it's a stupid ass yes. decision." Yes, you know what <laughs> they're, you know exactly. what they're gonna do if you do this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's better that it stay in the hands of the Avengers because yes. you know we we've had mm-hmm. this discussion. Uh, but that being said, the whole John Walker story arc is so fascinating. Because mm-hmm. it's like he thinks he needs to be Steve. Yeah. Whereas Sam His initial introduction though was just like like I, I figured something like that was coming. Yeah. But when they introduced him, it just my initial impression was like, you know, who is this guy and why does he look like a living, breathing, walking Funko Pop? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe not Funko Pop. But that, but that was my thought. No, he looked like a fun, he looks like a he looked like a Funko Pop to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like I get the feeling I'm not gonna like you. Yeah. As soon as he walked out with that grin, I was like, like I don't know what you're gonna, like gonna do that's gonna make me not like you, but you're gonna do something that's gonna make me not like you. <laughs> right. I can tell. Yes. Now. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and and honestly, all he did that to to you know he tried to be Steve, 
mm-hmm. which yeah. was he they gave him the shield well, he, him yeah, the he, he was he was trying to live up to steve like he even said mm-hmm. he's like you know he's like i know i cannot be steve rogers because steve rogers you know was his own person and you know his own unique person but he recognized the pedestal that steve had been put on and the shoes that he was asked to fill were very very large Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. really impossible i don't care who you are yeah but he's but but it was still in the back of his mind of i i am captain america i have to do this and and the title means something the the title means Mm -hmm. something so i you know he he had a lot of pressure put on him and he was trying really hard to live up to it and and you know and honestly i think and maybe maybe he could have done it if he hadn't felt like he had to be be the pedestal be the hero and because steve he was just steve he never like Mm -hmm. put on airs he never you know and even when he gave gave the shield to sam he never all he said was like you know it this is yours and it was never a it, it was it was never a sense of oh you have to do everything exactly as I would. It was mm-hmm. more like you've seen me, you've seen my example. Now you know do your version of this. And I think if 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 John Walker had had understood that and understood that yes, Steve is the ideal. You will never live up to the ideal, but you can come close. And you do you do Captain America as best you can do it will not be the exact same as steve but it will it will be good enough and i Mm -hmm. feel like if he had understood that things would have gone so much better but he didn't and i but i do love that that's like that's an example of you have an ideal yeah you might not be able to live up to it but you sure as hell can try to do that and if Mm -hmm. and whatever you come up with in the end is going to be good enough and I, I feel like that is that is the lesson looking at, at John Walker uh, from, from this story. And I really hope that people pick up on that because I feel like that's something that that that, that would I, I mean, I don't want to get, get all moral and preachy over here, but it just it, it feels like that's something that I don't know. I've kind of learned and, and locked on to just in my life. And I'm like. Ooh, I really want you to, to do more with this because this is such a good a good concept that people need to understand mm-hmm. about you know living up to an ideal and even if you don't get there, at least you got somewhere a little bit better, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I love. It's like you, yeah. you know, you, ah. there's yeah, you know, there's going to be people that set the bar to places that mm-hmm. not everybody can reach, mm-hmm. but you're not. You shouldn't be expected to. No, but you but can. Exactly. But there, you. There, I don't think there's anything wrong with the expectation of just being a better human being. Yes, mm-hmm. and if and if by reaching that, like you become better than you were yesterday, mm-hmm. then that is that is an accomplishment worth praising. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I I really feel like I, like yes, Steve is an amazing human being, and he did some fantastic some fa- fantastic things as Captain America. But you take up that mantle, and you live up to his ideals. You do your very best, and that will be enough. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something we can all understand. And I and I feel like there's a lot of hope behind that, uh, and because people 
I mean, because I think we talk about certain things in life that we're like, oh, you know, I wish I had this kind of family, or I wish I had this kind of job, or I wish I could do that amazing thing that this, you know, you know, athlete or or academic or I don't know, CEO or whatever they can do, but I'm just not that. And it's like, well, you don't have to be that, but you can learn from that, apply it to whatever it is you can do and turn that into, and, and turn yourself into something that reflects that. And mm-hmm. a reflection isn't exactly the same. It isn't exactly what, what you're reflecting, but it's still, it's still something good. It's mm-hmm. still something recognizable as that thing mm-hmm. if i'm if i'm making sense i don't know i got very philosophical about this one because i was just <laughs> like oh my gosh yes you did some terrible things but you know what the lessons here are vital i think and i really hope people pick up on that stuff yeah yes yeah if you if you don't walk away from this with anything else mm-hmm. <laughs> yes I don't know if they intended to do that, but that's what I took. <laughs> I'll take it. Maybe maybe that's just Me where too. my where my mind has been lately with various yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. They they do set it, you know, when we're when we're first properly introduced to John Walker in the in the second episode, you know, Sans helmet and, and everything, uh with all this fanfare and brouhaha and and everything which was a little much i'm like um maybe not guys but you know it was good morning america and they were trying to make a big deal out of it yeah fine whatever you got to put on a show yeah um you know and he at first he comes off as someone trying to be humble like you know he's like you know i understand Mm -hmm. the legacy that steve rogers left behind you know he's like you know i was at West Point when Steve was found in the ice and you know I followed what he did with the Avengers and and everything he's like I un- I understand what the mantle of Captain America means and he's like you know I'm I'm just going to try to be the best Captain America I can um which you know, when you're doing the whole dog and pony show, that's really easy. But then once he actually gets out there and we see him at work, mm-hmm. that's when we see. You know, once you once you put somebody in a high pressure situation, yeah, I think that's really when you show someone's metal. Um, and you know, we get that first that first outing where he and his you know his 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 sidekick <laughs> Lamar yeah Lamar you know yeah. should you know show up to you know as 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 essentially backup for for Sam and Bucky uh mm-hmm. when they get in over their heads and you know it's like oh yeah you know this guy's trying you know he's not a super soldier he does not have the serum so right. he mm-hmm. he is more mortal than than steve was so Mm -hmm. that is a Mm -hmm. disadvantage um Mm -hmm. yeah and it's and it's like he expects that you know because he has the 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 shield and the uniform and the name that that is automatically going to give him some credence and it's like no Mm -hmm. it's really not the bad guys don't care yeah yeah, if you're captain america or if you're 
you know, whoever, you know, if you're standing right. in their way, they're going to, they're going to try to not be in their way. Yeah. They're so, going uh-huh. to, to maim, murder, and generally yeah. make your day unpleasant. Yes. And yes. I think, too, he was also kind of hoping that with him being in the role of Cap, that him and Battlestar would get the help and support from Sam and Bucky and Sam and Bucky are just like no you no. have no clue we are a hundred percent done yeah because you could just see the look on Bucky's face when yeah. Lamar says yeah my yeah. my name is Battlestar and I'm just thinking oh crud. and I'm just and <laughs> Meets Bears Battlestar Galactica <laughs> yes, well, that's exactly what my mind went to us like what yeah. after Battlestar Galactica oh you well, they, the the name Battlestar um, it does come from the the comics. Um, they the character of Lamar does come from the comics, just like John Walker does. Um, and uh, John Walker was a replacement for Steve Rogers when Steve steps away for a, a time, um, and Lamar was recruited to become his sidekick. And in the costumes or in the comics, his uh, Lamar was going to be called Bucky. In relation, you know, as an homage to Bucky Barnes. But a a fellow comic book writer told the guy that was writing these comics that um, actually Buck is considered a slur Hmm. against African-Americans. Huh. Um, oh. So he ended up writing the the guy writing the comics. Uh, Mark Grunwald actually wrote into the comics of another uh, an, a, another fellow African American character telling Lamar about that. Uh, that like actually, no, your nickname is kind of offensive. And so, um, in the comics, Lamar changes his name to Battlestar. Oh. Okay. So, um, so that's kind of cool oh. that they they worked yeah. in why he had the name change into throwing in some like actual real life facts in there, so people would learn something in the process, which is kind of cool. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. So, the but more- yeah, the name Battlestar is kind of like. <laughs> I think it's, I think it was supposed to be a little bit lame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I it just it. I don't know what year Lamar was introduced in the comics. I'm guessing it was probably before Battlestar Galactica was ever a thing. <laughs> so one would hope. Yeah, but just those of us, you know, nowadays we just hear the name Battlestar and we just all think Battlestar Galactica. It's like, <laughs> so uh, okay. My so guess is like they. You know what, you know they what, uh, we yeah we we know what your favorite uh, sci-fi show was. <laughs> yes. yeah. so, it is kind of funny. Like I was just, yeah, uh, like I was thinking like the Battlestar like because like star because that's a symbol like stars and tribes. Yeah. That yeah. that that could be where it originally came from. It's just you know these things happen. St- you know enter- you know all these genres and all these all these things have been around for so long that they're bound to get. There's bound to be some repeats and mm-hmm. some, some 
different things like that. So yeah. Yeah. I listen, I don't remember when Battlestar Galactica first appeared. Like when Well, but, there was the, the version 70s. in the seventies and then there was the more recent one um the two thousands. Yeah, the two thousands. So, I just looked up um um Lamar first appeared as Battlestar in uh May nine uh eighty eight. Ah, oh, so. okay. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe the original wasn't quite as well-known back then. I don't know. Yeah, he may be. He may be kind of an obscure yeah. character, so. Yeah. Unless you followed the, the John Walker comics mm-hmm. yeah. back then, so. Or maybe they maybe people were just like, okay, he has the name. Moving on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I and I like, too, how both Lamar and Sam kind of like yeah we're we're fighting one of the three top categories yeah the big three (laughs) aliens wizards and what's the other one was it androids i thought it was robots robots yeah robots robots yeah (laughs) robots aliens and wizards it's like they fight over dr strange dr strange like (laughs) no he's a sorcerer wizard without a hat yeah. <laughs> oh, there were yes, there were oh, like Gandalf. Yes, you read Lord I of the Rings. I love the mention of Gandalf. I and read it, Lord of the Rings when it first came out. No, oh, he read out, The 19- Hobbit when it first came oh, out. The right, Hobbit yeah. came In out thirty-seven. Lord yes. of the Rings yeah. didn't come out until the fifties, and by then Bucky had already was already under Hydra's control. Yeah. Great. Yes. Sorry. Which is which is so funny because later Carly is like berating Bucky like haven't you ever fought for something bigger than yourself and I'm like honey do you know who you're talking to? Talking to yes, yeah. right? It's like World War Two vet. He was brainwashed. He was you know he fought fought alongside. Have you been to the exhibit at the Smithsonian? Sweetie, you know how old he actually is. He's 106. It's like, it's like all those, all those, all those insulting, uh, insulting jokes about you know millennials not knowing, and I'm just like, okay, you are, you just embodied every single one of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, stop I, talking. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do understand the, um, the reluctance though of of Sam and Bucky for is the issues that they have with each other, not mm-hmm. wanting to team up with Walker and, yeah. and Lamar because maybe if neither of them had actually known the actual Steve Rogers and right. fought alongside him, it may be different. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can just see I, I, you could see it in Bucky's eyes that he is just like that was my best friend. How dare you? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? You are totally justified in that, one hundred percent, dude. And, and so and it's just, it, it, it's a case of you know, everyone's coming at this at way different angles and way different points of view, and they're just not going to mash up, no matter no matter how much you want to say, oh, we should work together, or we should be we should be friends. We all have the same cause, and it's like no, because your backgrounds are so wildly different. You both mm-hmm. have wildly different mm-hmm. ideas of how things should should be done, and if you try to work together, it's just going to make it even worse. So yeah. don't. Yeah, and the couples therapy session that kind of <laughs> <laughs> but that as well as the psychiatrist was hoping. Yes, 
And I, yeah, and, and again, I wish. I mean, there, there, you there having was a staring some, contest. Contest. Yes. <laughs> there was yes. some. There were some good, good moments with Sam and Bucky, and I, I, I kind of. Like when when they had first announced the show and we started getting the trailers and things, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a buddy superhero thing, and they're going to clash, and there's going to be snark and everything." But in the and they're going to be friends, and we kind of got that. I wish I, I wish there had been more. I wish there had been more Same. of the of the banter, but going back and forth between them, and that I just I I felt like it kind of petered out there at the end, and I'm like, no, I need more of these two just being just just being snarky to each other. I'm like, please. Mm -hmm. I, I love the bit when it was leaving the um, airplane and like mm -hmm. um, Sam just flew out in his falcon and then Bucky did this whole like rip the short, the short sleeve off. And has yeah. Like I can make um, it. It's only 200 feet. And he went to the <laughs> yeah. He just crashes. And then all of a sudden, Wedding comes by and, like... What, it is, what is it about just the Avengers as a whole? Oh, like, just, like, yes. jumping out of planes. Mm. Because all they can. Well, and just like <laughs> in the opening of the first episode, the guy tells Sam, be subtle. <laughs> yeah. subtle it's like, dude, yeah. you're talking to a former Avenger who's worked with Tony Stark. Subtle is not in... Mm -hmm. The vocabulary, yeah, and he's got you know these these gigantic <laughs> the guy with wings. There's a flying man outside, mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And, oh, and then too, Bucky's just like, yeah. Um, hypothetically, if I were to do this. Like, what are you? Yeah, doing? it's like it's like yeah. We already have like this this pseudo buddy comedy thing going on with with Sam and and Bucky, which they're entertaining enough. I mean, they've been entertaining mm -hmm. since the day they were introduced in yes. Civil War. And you know, it's like, well, you are you going to move your seat up? No. And it's like, oh mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> yes and then we get the whole thing we get that again but the the, the they're reversed uh <laughs> but then we have to throw zemo, zemo in, in. The, the, the buddy comedy and he's just can, can, can i just take a moment to give a round of applause to to mr mr brule there Yes, uh, <laughs> um, he was just, he was Brule. fantastic. Oh, yeah. my especially God. especially because I had forgotten he was a thing, and I mm -hmm. and they like started talking about Zemo, and I'm like Zemo, Zemo, did I miss something? Or am I like who, Civil who? War? Well, the whole I know reason that Civil War was a thing. I know, mm -hmm. but I don't remember. I don't remember the the impetus for it. I remember you know the the fight in the airport and and Ant Man and and. And uh, hey, I saw this really old movie called Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, the Walker thingy. Peter, Peter, uh, Spider Man. The introduction of Spider Man kind of did overshadow yeah. some things. Mm -hmm. So quite, yeah. quite. I mean, and like I knew, I knew there was a fight, but like any fight between friends, after a while, you kind of forget why it was a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, why are we fighting in the first place? I don't know, but I hate your guts. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's kind of like middle school. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, and then Zemo asking Sam and Bucky a question, and they both resound, no, yeah. stay there, <laughs> something to that effect. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, you've been warned. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like they bust him out of jail, mm-hmm. and then he just he just ups and goes goes off like he's gonna be their new Tony Stark in a way, and they're like, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, he like has all these cars. And all of this equipment, and then he's got a private plane with a butler, and they're like, "Dude, like, yeah. you're actually rich." I'm like, "Yeah, the name, the, the title Baron is not just because I'm full of myself. Like, no, legit, I'm an actual Baron. Yes. Uh-huh. I've got you old need to go to Manyport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like old money, so mm-hmm. it's not like it's gonna run out just because he's in jail." Yes, my butler's probably known me since I've been in diapers. Yes, <laughs> and he has and he has that much loyalty to him. Mm-hmm. So you know now, you know <laughs> Zemo gets to be their their uh, bankroll, I guess, for mm-hmm. this adventure uh, uh, at least for yeah. some of it. <laughs> so. It is he is very much a, a very poor substitute for Tony Stark, and I don't mean in terms of money. Yeah, but there he is. We've got him. So continue. Yeah, he's got the plane. We might as well. <laughs> so let's go off to halfway around the world to Madripoor. I can't remember this happened before, like the whole thing in the plane when they were talking about um, the list, like Steve's list that Bucky used. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Bucky was drink. using Steve's notebook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where he had written, he had written down all the things he needed to check out that he'd missed in the last seventy years. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And Zemo comments, "Oh yeah, I can, I can get you that. Uh, oh, my, oh, uh, whatever album by. Oh, um, Marvin Gaye with, was that what it was? Yes, yeah. I think it was Marvin Gaye." Yeah, was it uh, Trouble Man or something like Trouble that? Trouble Man, yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, because that was what was when. Um, Winter that was Soldier what was Sam movie. suggested to to Steve in Winter Soldier. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like when they both met. Yeah. Was it on the list? Yep. So, but uh, Madripoor is a. What's interesting is you know. Um, with with these this series taking place in the same universe that we're used to and it's not you know it's not affect you know it's not being affected by chaos magic or whatever and it's not going to be like an alternate or alternate timelines like loki will be this this sits in our timeline with the greater mcu um but uh, so obviously this is helping build on what's coming in the future uh, as far as the MCU is concerned. And um, Madripoor is a, uh, a comic book reference from the X-Men. Wow. So we're starting to get X, like some significant X-Men cuts and references. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't a bait and switch like they had in WandaVision? No. No, I don't believe so. <laughs> yeah, so well, I'm I'm not I'm not trusting anyone still. Yeah. <laughs> so Madripoor um, is a fictional island. 
um, is generally associated with the X-Men in the comics. It first appeared in New Mutants number 32 in 1985 um, when they are walking around, our, our lovely trio are walking around. Um, they walk past uh, the Princess Bar, um, which first appears in Marvel Comics Presents number one in 1988. Um, which was actually a front for a base used by Wolverine, who at the time was going by the name Patch. Uh, and then, yeah, and then the bar they go to, the Brass Monkey Saloon, made its its appearance in Captain America number three sixty three in November of nineteen eighty nine. Okay. Uh, so nice reference to some uh, X-Men related things could be important possibly just the fact that we can use stuff from the X-Men at this point is like yay yes mm -hmm. even if it's not re leading up to anything it's just we, we can use them now so mm -hmm. that's always a, a plus I think um, but yeah so we're we get to have some fun in, in Madripoor with uh, Sam drinking the most god-awful <laughs> thing yeah, I've yeah. ever seen in my life. I could tell where Brittany was in the episode when all she wrote in the chat was, yuck! I know what scene you're at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like, okay, if you're, if you're going to play, you know, you'll play somebody, some villain guy, maybe you should do a little research. Yeah. <laughs> Find out what his uh what his preferred diet type things are because he yeah. yeah. Yes, that would be good to know. Yeah. Especially when it's not um something you generally find on someone's liquor shelf. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean you're trying to go under deep cover. I mean you gotta know you gotta know. You gotta know how to play the part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But whatever. Yep. Zemo is is running the show, and he's kind of being a jerk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Zemo does what Zemo does. So, oh, but then we yeah. see Sharon again. Sharon's finally yeah. back. Mm -hmm. Long time no see. She's a little mm -hmm. bitter. Yeah. Uh, because uh, civil war happened, and after she helped, uh, you know, Sam and Steve get their their gear back from uh, the impound, uh, they just everyone just kind of seemed to forget her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they like made a big deal about her, and then she just kind of disappeared. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, I guess that's that's that then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Apparently, she feels differently. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, hello. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember. Did call, did did, call, did, she, did she reference? Did she say whether she got snapped or not? She must not have, because I can't imagine she worked up like the empire that mm -hmm. she's got in six yeah. months. Yeah. So. No. No. She. She. And, and you know, honestly, with with the blip or the snap or whatever we're calling it these this week, um, it's it's you know, i'm sure it was a lot easier for her to to accomplish because mm -hmm. i mean crime, less obstacles in the way yeah. mm -hmm. but who knows 
So yeah, I can definitely see her being, you know, do like, oh hey, there's all this, all this space for something new and exciting. So I'm gonna take it. Mm-hmm. And that she did. So she's made herself a nice little cushy life in Madripoor because mm-hmm. apparently they don't have extradition laws. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Enjoy those. Yeah. And and, and uh, very strict tax laws from the sounds of things too. Yeah. As long as I pay my taxes, nobody cares. <laughs> uh, so she tries to get them set up with information because they they figured out at this point that the at least the flag, flag smashers that they've encountered have super soldier strength, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and therefore and- that must mean there is serum out there somewhere. Yeah. Which is weird because they made such a big deal about it not them not being able to replicate it, and yeah, they tried to disastrous results. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like Steve and Bucky were kind of it supposedly, but nope. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, Steve was obviously well, the, the poster child for Erskine's yes. mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, formula. Obviously, whatever Hydra used on Bucky was different. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and um, what was used by uh, uh, Thaddeus Ross and What's-His-Face from the Incredible Hulk that became the Abomination, not quite exactly the mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> on the well, mark there so yeah. and even the um uh, that that formula that was used by ross uh or helped develop by by uh, Th- under thunderbolt ross um there are several different iterations i guess of that and there's even a version of the super soldier serum that was used on wolverine mm-hmm. um so there are there are different versions out there because there's been other people that have tried yeah. to replicate Erskine's initial formula, but no one's been able to get it exactly. Right. That that's why that's why I said like it's like they've tried to do it, but it's just not worked. It's been disaster right. after after Charlie Foxtrot after disaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's putting it mildly. Mm-hmm. So, but there's at least been a version developed well enough that the side effects, I guess, are minimal enough that these people can still function. Yeah, and they don't get, they don't look like they've, you know, bulked up or anything, which is why you have the, you know, petite little teenage girl knocking mm-hmm. down big burly soldiers. It's like, what the, what the. Yeah, when she gives mm-hmm. Bucky a run for his money, you know that oh, yeah. something serious mm-hmm. is going on. So, Because uh-huh. he's got both the super soldier serum and the vibranium arm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, what the, what the crap is going on here? Yeah. Yeah, so, but they get uh, with some coaxing on Sharon's. Takes some convincing to, to get Sharon to, to help them. Uh, she uh, she agrees to help them at least somewhat because the the power broker is watching and um, a lot closer than you think which yeah. you know 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so, you know, te- telegraphed a little earlier than I think they really wanted to, uh, mm-hmm. to admit. Probably. Yeah. Nothing you can do about now. <laughs> oh, no, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Who we is do the ca- power broker? Mm, gee, I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we do get, we do get the, uh, the Zemo dance that launched a thousand wow. memes and gifts. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh yes. goodness. Uh, so funny. So so funny. Oh my goodness. So now is it at the end of this episode that we get a special Wakandan visitor? Um or is it the episode after? It is the no. It's at the end of this one. Okay. It's at the very end because yeah, once they they um, do all that stuff with the the scientist in the the shipping container, um, and Zemo ends up killing him. Dum uh, dum. Um, <laughs> that's. Uh, yeah, they they take they take off. Sharon stays obviously in Madripoor, but they take off to uh, their their next location, and that's when uh, they go into that building or whatever that mansion, hotel, whatever. With and Bucky's like, I'm gonna take a walk around, and we see him picking up the the Wakandan beads, mm-hmm. and eventually come walks into. Uh, uh, Ayo. Ayo, yes. <laughs> uh, she's like, I'm here for Zemo. <laughs> so much just... for no extradition laws. Yeah, right. Well, they're, yeah. they're not in Madripoor anymore. So, uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. They're in Sokovia, aren't they? Well, they're no Sokovia. Technically, does not exist anymore. Uh-huh. They're in like supposed to be like Latvia or something like that, which is near where Sokovia used to be. Sokovia gotcha. is a crater. With yes, a, with a statue. Yep, a little bit. Uh, so, uh, but yeah. So this this is kind of the episode. Uh, episode four. The, the whole world is watching where everything kind of like goes really pear shaped <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. with uh well first uh, the uh, uh, AO gives uh, Bucky like what eight hours or something like that with with uh, mm-hmm. with Zemo mm-hmm. before the Wakandans want him to uh Dispel their own version of punishment for him killing King uh, T'Chaka um, in, in Civil War. Um, so they, they still want justice <laughs> for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but in the meantime, it's like they, they hunt down Carly and Sam tries to reason with her and was actually doing a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. of it before Walker got involved but before mm-hmm. the, but by then Walker was kind of in a pissy mood anyway because he'd already had his ass handed to them by the Wakandans mm-hmm. yeah which was the best thing ever mm-hmm. I just wanted to be standing there with Sam and Bucky going go John yeah. go you can do it 
Because as soon as he reached out to shake her hand, I was like, this is not going to end well, buddy. Yeah. You don't do that not to the door. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't care who you are. Uh, you, Captain America, super, yeah, super Soldier Serum, whatever. You do not cross the Dora Milaje. They will kick your ass. And they did. Yes, it's only going to end in tears and some marks that are probably going to be very hard to get rid of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the Dora Milaje are to be reckoned with mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah. then, you know, you get multiples of them together and they are to be reckoned with. But then Ao is mm-hmm. the uh, the badass Dora Milaje that uh, uh, threatened... Uh, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and some more, move or be moved. Oh, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> she is not someone you want to cross. So. This is like, Walker, did you miss the day when you went through culture and the Wakandan history and lead up for some history? Yeah. <laughs> well, and like, you know, he's trying to fight them with the Captain America shield like that's going to do something considering the Captain America shield is made out of vibranium and so are their weapons yes yep yeah and vibranium comes it's like beskar you know yeah. mhm <laughs> you know you, you can't it won't fight against itself yeah <laughs> it will it won't end well there guys yeah yeah his, his, not going his, to just, leave a mark. Yeah, I mean, just his fighting style is very aggressive anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is not... You know, it's whatever, you know. He's He was trained the way he was trained, I guess. Yeah. You, know, he, it, you know, he's seen conflict, is, modern yeah. conflict in Afghanistan and whatever. But with the, the Captain America shield specifically, this is something I read... Um, with a shield like that where it's round, that is technically a defensive weapon. Well, it's a yeah, Makes sense. It's, it's a shield. Well, but because it's round, it doesn't have any sharp edges. Mm-hmm. Right. Yet he keeps do you know, he keeps doing these moves like it's got a pointed side or something yeah. to it. Unlike which, like Steve's I, very first shield, mm-hmm. which had that bad shape and therefore had it yeah. pointed ends to it. Technically, yeah. I guess you could stab somebody with it. So, yeah. but that was more of a that 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 particular one was more of a prop at first. And well, then yeah, he, it he wasn't made out use... of vibranium either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was a it, yeah. But no, the the shield is specifically a a defensive. Um, I don't want to call it weapon really, but that's what it is—a piece yeah. of equipment. It's... Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, that's how Steve used it. Was yeah. it was strictly for protection. Yeah. I mean, and again, you know, John Walker was, he was trained in the military. I mean, they're not, you know, there's not, they're not slouches over there for sure, Mm -hmm. but it was not, he was not trained in how to use the shield and, you know, and yeah, you can, you know, study and whatever, but I don't feel like he really put in the effort there. He just figured, well, you know, they, they chose me for my military expertise and and experience so you know he's just gonna do it you know the the, captain america is a symbol but he can do 
you know he's going to default to what to uh, I, I mean i've talked i've talked to, to to people who've been in the military who've been trained in in combat and things like that and you always default to your lowest okay how does they say it? your lowest level of training in those kinds of situations so whatever john knew what to do in his training whatever he was used to doing and this is why you know they they tell you know military guys and police officers like do get a lot of practice in you know go to the range go to the to the to the practice ring like, do all these things because in a fight you are going to default to your lowest level of training and whatever that is you know is going to mean life and death basically so, you know, I, I can definitely see like where like they gave him the shield, but he really hadn't trained with it. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So that was that was, you know, mistake number one. And, you know, who's at fault? Hard to say. You know, it, it, it's it's just kind of it, it's it, it is what it is. And it's it's like and that's and that's part of why he was so frustrated because he thought like, oh, you know, my my superiors, they put they put. um confidence in me they gave me this and i can do this why is nothing working right why, why am i not being what i i know i'm supposed to be and so that's i mean that that that's really why he turned out the way he did yeah i mean he gets so dejected after yeah. the the mm -hmm. door you know mm -hmm. hand his his ass to him and he's like they're mm -hmm. not even super soldiers i'm like you don't have to be that just yeah. goes to show just how good mm -hmm. proper training yeah can help mm -hmm. you yeah if he was if he was equipped with something he was trained to use it probably would have been more of, of an even fight quite mm -hmm. honestly because they because you know he's he's a soldier trained their soldiers trained and, and so that 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 would have been a little more but he's not trained to fight with it with that shield but that's what he has mm-hmm so again, I'm like, I, I, like I said, I'm fascinated by him and all these little things just kind of, you know, they, they, they keep coming up mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot of fun. Also a little sad, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's why we watch these shows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, especially considering, you know, where this eventually goes, where he just gets, you know he you know the dormelage show him up and you know his ego gets bruised there yeah and then um and then you know they have this you know they finally find carly and you know sam convinces him to to, to step aside gives him like 10 minutes or whatever mm -hmm. and sam's actually getting through to her uh you know on on common ground you know she lost she she's there because they're having a wake or whatever for so, uh, this this woman who was seemingly like some sort of you know maternal figure. figure for her yeah. um who's passed away and um you know is you know sam is able to to talk about you know yeah i've lost people that that i care about too and um you know, use his training from when he was a, a you know, a counselor, essentially, mm -hmm. you know, he's able to, t he knows how to talk to people who have suffered trauma. And, you know, he uses that to, to connect with her, but then dum-dum Walker mm -hmm. gets impatient and bursts in and Carly assumes that it was all a trick and 
fights back and in the process uh lamar gets killed and that just sets walker off to the point where you know carly gets away and she's the one that technically gave the 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 blow that ended mm-hmm. up killing amar i mean she didn't she didn't mean to but she hit she because of the super soldier serum yeah she hits him hard enough that he goes flying into this concrete pillar to mm-hmm. and it snaps his neck essentially yeah um mm-hmm. And which, which you forget in these superhero movies, you know, they're throwing each other around into into brick walls and metal posts and all this. These people are human and they can break. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, super soldiers, maybe they're a little more durable, but Yep, only two points. Yes. You know, they're they're not mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. immortal. Yeah, no. <laughs> and a super soldier shoving a you know a, a regular human being into into a metal post or whatever or pillar, not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the you know Carly gets away, but all of Walker is saying is just you know red, red. and uh, so yeah. he he goes after the the next closest thing, which happens to be a, a member of of Carly's little ragtag group of terrorists and ends up out in the town square beating the crap out of him and in front does of to, yeah does to this guy what steve would have done to tony yep in in civil yep. war if he hadn't gotten his you know collected himself at the last minute mm-hmm. um and you know ends up legending this guy to, to death yeah. with the, the captain yeah. america shield which is it was just brutal yeah and it's and <laughs> yeah. it is like i mean you look at the situation from you know our audience point of view it's like you know what i understand why he did that why he ran after the guy and because he just like he just saw his his best friend his good friend his backup get killed and he has been mm-hmm. trying and trying you know he's been trying to figure this out and just and he's just getting frustrated and he's just hit the breaking point. And yeah, so he goes after, he goes after the guy and, and, and this guy has already done some terrible, awful things. And, but, but all the people in the, in the street see is Captain America beating the crap out of a guy who's, you know, begging for his life, even though this guy begging for his life mm-hmm. probably could have snapped his snap, snap, captain america's neck well at this point walker has taken the super soldier serum so it would be harder for him to do it Uh, yeah but yeah but he but this guy that is you know riding on the ground he is still a threat Mm -hmm. very very Mm -hmm. much so and it's like but but, you know appearances matter Mm -hmm. and that's really i mean honestly from the beginning john walker's career as captain america was for appearances pretty much you know appearances only but yeah. you know, yeah. they, they still it, it it was it was no different than when they sent steve out on the uso tours yeah it to was punch just, hitler yeah it's just <laughs> with the u.s with, yeah, yeah. With, with with the uso tours they were a little more honest about what they were doing in that in this yeah. it was like yeah it was all for show but and they didn't really clue john into it is mm-hmm. that you're just you're you're the mascot you're not actually a soldier but he wanted to get in and fight and and do some do some good you know fight the bad guys and, and save people but really he was he, he should have just stayed back and sold war bonds or whatever mm-hmm. the modern equivalent would have been 
because that's all they really wanted him for to go on you know go on good morning america and smile for the camera quite oh, honestly some of those psas <laughs> yes so you found kids. yourself in detention <laughs> yes. Yes. so it's just i mean they you know john walker didn't exactly cover himself with glory but he was also dealt a pretty rotten hand to be yeah. with. Yeah. i'm not i'm not apologizing for him i'm just saying like okay i i get where i got i get where things went wrong and mm-hmm. Ugh, it's it's a bad situation all the way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just bad news. Yeah, yeah it, it the optics of it are really what's mm. the the issue because you know he did this in the middle of a populated area mm-hmm. outside in broad daylight. Um, yep, where with, everybody's yeah, got cell phones, cell phones with cameras yeah. on them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's internet access. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's, I'm gonna upload this to TikTok and I'll be famous. Yeah. yeah. So and there was like, there was no hiding from what from what he had done. Yeah. At all. And then I thought to myself, mm-hmm. was, nope. this oh, it's like they are going to have such a hard time trying to spin this. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. dead for, dude. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't even bother trying to spin it. They're just like, nope. nope. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> You're fired. (laughs) Sorry about your luck. And you're losing your pension and X, Y, Z. Dishonorable discharge, all of the above. Mm -hmm. I like how they don't call it dishonorable discharge. It's less than honorable discharge. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (sighs) That doesn't necessarily make it sound better. Like, it makes it sound a little bit worse. Yeah, because it's like because because you can tell they're using a euphemism for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, you done screwed up, boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then he doesn't even have the shield because he got his ass handed to him again by Bucky and Sam. Oh, of course, they literally had to break his arm to get the shield from him. Oh, uh, yeah, that was that was brutal. Well, he kind of deserved it. <laughs> put him, put him out of commission at least for a little bit. Uh, so, not for very long though, because he does have the the super soldier serum in him now. Because yeah. Uh, one vial that didn't get destroyed mm. uh-huh. he couldn't help himself and had to do it and it you know mm-hmm. it you know it did exactly what essentially Erskine said mm-hmm. where you know it amplifies what is already there yes yep. and, and which is why it needed to be and, and you know we've, we've talked about before this is why Steve was such a good guy because he was already a good guy But you know, governments, government experiments—they gotta take the 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 shortcut. They gotta take the easy way out, and it's like, Mm -hmm. oh gosh, guys. Yeah. So, so now we've got Walker having to deal with the fallout of this. So him getting fired, essentially. Mm -hmm. We've got. 
Bucky going after Zemo and turning him into the, the Dora Milaje, which was nice to see. And I know mm-hmm. Ao was uh, very happy about that. So he's off to the raft. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, is there a reason that they sent him to the raft and not take him back to Wakanda or did they really... uh, just I think it's because of the raft is just it it it's you know because it's in the middle of the ocean it's more isolated than even Wakanda is okay. yeah and it's actually designed to contain like the worst of the worst I guess <laughs> so escape proof in for the most part yeah yeah well until until someone gets very determined (laughs) yeah yes because i mean do you really want zemo in wakanda where all that technology is Um, oh i just figured they'd execute him no because because he's wanted for killing their king i'm like but we we don't want zemo anywhere near shuri's lab and plants Yes. <laughs> Point taken. Yep. Yep. Let's let's keep him away from uh, the chocolate factory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Or, or the Turkish delight factory. Yeah. Yeah. I I kept waiting for them to make a Narnia joke, but so did I. So Thomas. So Thomas. Was it more Turkish delight? I was so expecting that. So does that make Val the Snow Queen? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Zemo is under lock and key for now. It's like you've served your purpose. Now go go rot. Yep. For now. We'll get to that. Yes. <laughs> I don't believe this is the last we will see of of oh, Zemo. It's just oh, it's no. just funny. Like they introduce him so they can, you know, so so Bucky and Sam can can get help finding the serum, and they're like, "Okay, you've outlived your usefulness. Go, go, go away." Yep. We'll call but you when we need you. Yeah, it, it's it's a brighter return. Yeah, yeah, I, I it, it's a return trip later to the uh, to the ball to uh, get him. Yeah. For the raft to get him. Yeah, I just was like, it's a writer thing. It's like, well, what do we do with him? Man, we send him to the raft. Oh, okay, so we don't want him tagging along because that's just too many people to write for. Yeah, <laughs> and we got too many the... villains. Yeah, and I wonder if the book he's reading is the one that Loki was reading. <laughs> okay, now I gotta go back and look. <laughs> Dear, is it the same? It was probably the bu- same book he was reading when we when we first see him at the earlier in the series, isn't it? It what could he, be. What did he say he was he was reading? Was it I Machiavelli? Ma- that, yeah, it's Machiavelli the Prince. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's more than likely that, you know, he's like, I'll finish my book. <laughs> Good thing I put that bookmark in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's there, yeah, so Zemo's locked up. Walker's been fired. Uh, Sam and Bucky are kind of waiting till Carly makes a move so they know where to go next because they're not entirely sure where she's gone off to. So we get some nice family time back in Louisiana yes. with, with Sam's family. And 
which is i mean it is nice several I, montages we get a bo- we get a boat fixing montage and yep. a sam training montage yep. <laughs> yes this is this is the much needed breather episode which i ended up watching these last two episodes i ended up binging them back to back i'm kind of glad i did because if i'd had to wait a week after the, the previous episode i would have just been annoyed yeah because i mean the last, yeah the previous episode yeah. just you know literally ends with john walker uh-huh. standing in that town square breathing heavily holding the cap of america shield dripping in blood, blood. Yes. So, yeah. i was just like yeah it's like you guys made your point holy cow yeah mm-hmm. so yeah having having some good quality family time with with sam and his sister sarah and his uh niece and nephew or nephews or whatever i think it's nephews yeah yeah Yeah. nephews which i mean i you know they they set that up with um you know carly calling and saying you know your sister sarah and your nephews and you know she's threatening the the boys and, and sarah and it's just like it's like and we're supposed to feel sorry for you uh no done Mm-hmm. You threaten kids. Go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you threaten someone who probably doesn't ha- like has nothing to do with what's going on. Seriously, mm-hmm. the only the only connection yes. is their uncle is an Avenger and he's getting in your way. So mm-hmm. you know all this you know peaceful unity stuff. Shove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then Bucky trying to make Sam a little squirm a little by flirting with Sarah. <laughs> I think he was doing that just to make Sam squirm. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. I, I I I loved it. Whether whether or not it's that you know something's going to happen, or if it was just to make Sam squirm, it was it was some much needed levity. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Like you know, because like Sam's parents, I guess it had a, a fishing company. Would be my guess. Um, so they or had a boat, a, and they would yeah. yeah, they they caught seafood of some sort. You know, whether it's fish or yeah. crawfish or whatever. It's Louisiana. I thought it was, I, I thought it was shrimp. Cause or it, shrimp. Yeah, because yeah, it looked like they were doing either a shrimp boil or a crawfish boil. Yeah. At some point, but yeah, somebody I called Bubba Gump. Crawfish more because that that definitely feels more uh, New Orleans. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's like, you know, it calls in like every family favor that's never been cashed in in the last 20 years or something. <laughs> as you do. As you do. And yeah, right. everybody's like, oh, yeah, great. You know, I've, al- I've always been willing to help out your parents and your family. And he's like, come on down with every tool you've got and, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. help us fix this damn boat. Cause it's like they went, it's like they could either fold the business. But the boat is not worth selling because of the amount of work it needs, or they could try and fix mm-hmm. the boat and keep the business going. But yep. either way, that boat needs fixing. Yep. yep, right. And Bucky and Sam are so proud of themselves. They're just like, okay, we think we know what the problem is. We're going to fix it. Do it before Sarah gets there. And then she walks up, sees them, like, I told you it wasn't that. Mm hmm. <laughs> I quit messing with that part oh, and that part's not the issue <laughs> like who's the expert here you or me me he's like i've been dealing with this for five years yes. oh my goodness like i'm do, the one to keep the business afloat <laughs> no pun intended right. do, do i go and fix your red wing when it's broken 
no. no. <laughs> oh, he's got Torres to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, like Bucky, Bucky, you know, shows up with a cake he apparently bought from Kroger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> local grocery store obviously bucky does not cook (laughs) i know i saw that and you know the kids are rushing up to him and he's you know trying to juggle it and i'm like don't drop the cake man don't do it (laughs) don't ruin the cake come on kids dessert don't mess with it yeah Yeah. it's like you let me put this down first and then we can then we can wrestle yeah Uh it's like i've got a cake and a very special delivery for sam that we won't open quite yet. Yes. <laughs> Present from Wakanda. Yeah. Oh. Meanwhile, uh, John Walker is uh, also making some new friends in the uh, form of. Well, I want to get. I want to get her. Her. Her full name right. Cause you can't call her just Val. You can do that in your head. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, but not, uh, not, uh, not out loud. Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yes. Quite the mouthful. Yes. <laughs> Although I think we can call her Val and her. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll, yeah, we'll, no, we'll yeah. be fine. Yes. And I'm like, and I'm sitting here going, am I supposed to know who you are? I mean, you're not Phil. I- I'm thinking from what I heard, she was supposed to be introduced. No she was in supposed to be movie. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that didn't happen no quite the way they planned it. Well, I mean this yeah. was this one in, I think uh, was in... Well, this was supposed to come out before WandaVision even, so like their order is all mm-hmm. over the place. I think um, I think it still works though. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I am assuming they probably had to re had to film some things to it, but, it felt a little weird because I was just like, "Who are you, and and why are you acting like I know you, and like this is some big reveal?" Because well, I, I think mean, if I mean, you know I, the comics, you know who she is. Yes, I think I that's com- that's one of the things is they they do do some introductions sometimes where if you know the comics, then you're gonna like, <gasps> ooh. But if you don't know your comics, you're gonna be like, okay, let me go to Google and. <laughs> Wikipedia and find out who, yeah, find out who the heck this person is, <laughs> which is what we to all paraphrase a certain did. Who are you? Yes, I yeah. really want to know. Yeah. yeah. So from the it comics, just, it just it it felt weird because I'm like, okay, you're not Coulson, so why are you acting like him? Yeah. Or or Nick Fury. Yeah. Well, depending on which comics you read, she has worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. in the comics at one point. Um, and in fact, apparently she and Nick Fury had a thing at one uh, point. Of course, <laughs> because of course they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in the comics, she has worked for Hydra. And oh, at no one point was, <laughs> was Madam Hydra. <laughs> But we've already gotten Madame Hydra, at least in some in one form in Agents of Shield, but that was in a different that was in the framework, so I guess you could still technically but I don't think I don't know if we're still gonna go down the Hydra route because that's kind of been done. I don't think we're gonna resurrect Hydra yeah, again. I, I think I think yeah. Hydra is they're they're 
they retired. Yeah. But seamless to, or, you know, the, the TLDR is she's powerful, has money, has resources, knows and people. And connections. Yeah, connections, both positive and negative, and is not someone you want to cross. Right. Mm -hmm. That's all you really didn't need to know about her right now. So, um, it, because we don't the the speculation on where this is going we'll get to the speculation i'll I'll elaborate on mm -hmm. that here in a minute uh so um but yeah she uh she's there to to help walk her out and in the meantime we get our our first mid credit scene of uh walker with his arm fully fixed and making his own Healed, which yeah. why he even thought okay he needed to do that when it's like dude you had a shield made out of vibranium there's nothing you can make that's even going to come close yeah exactly. the, the fact okay so they you know they make this a mid-credit scene or, or post-credit whatever it was and i'm like oh okay so he's gonna go do his own thing and then it ends up the shield just kind of gets mashed up in like five seconds anyway and it's like why did you guys build that up so much i mean yeah it, you, you know he is doing his own thing but the shield is kind of i don't know it was so weird it's like why you i think it was a symbolic thing for him mm -hmm. yeah more than yeah. anything i think i think probably there was a, a part of him that knew that it was like yeah. the shield is not going to do jack squat mm -hmm. in an actual combat with anybody but to him just the symbolism of it yeah that's so just, much and yeah. why he added his own medals to it. it 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 felt like an odd thing to to spend a mid-credit scene on that's yeah i think more for like, i think more for us it was just to, for us to to see that he's not giving up he's not yeah. he's not done yet i kind of wish they had swapped right like the ending with with sam getting getting the suit and not showing it with with the mid credit scene because i'm like that one would have had a bigger impact i feel like yeah yeah i could see that yeah yeah i, I would agree with that yeah because sam opens it but it's like pulp fiction and you're like what's in the box yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh yes that you know build that one up i i want to see that yeah, yeah, that's or, definitely, yeah. and so hope extreme. that no one has seen the Hallmark ornament yet. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or for those who do, it's like I know what's in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness! Sam gets a new outfit. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, but that leads us into our last episode episode six one world one people where everything culminates in a big battle essentially <laughs> so because what else would they do yes i mean so, they're, not, Sharon, they're not sharon shows up to help out kind of help in quotation marks help <laughs> yes like do we really want your kind of help well okay i guess yeah, given the circumstances, uh -huh. and yeah, this is when Carly's little ragtag team of everything kind of starts really going off the rails. Uh -huh. and, and, I mean, 
like she's like doing her her typical little pep talk thing which i mean that feels like all she does and like and, and the people they're her little group they're looking at each other like do we really this want is to not what we signed up for no i mean like right. they're, they're they're kidnapping the grc people and you know they're setting the truck on fire so they can't and they can't get out mm-hmm. and they're like this isn't you know this isn't what we want like we want peace we want to be heard we want to you know we want to have you know people listen to us and listen to our concerns we don't need to go around killing people but she's just like yeah. no we have to do this and like at any means necessary harley's like burn it to the ground and if we yeah. burn with it so be it yeah and i was just like okay guys um uh i was like what are you gonna what are you gonna do with these guys i really wanted to see to see the the rest of the flag smashers turn on her and just like mm-hmm. refuse you know maybe you know after kind of like a scar moment in from from um uh lion king where you know simba you know throws him off the cliff and there are the hyenas uh, are like (laughs) uh, yeah and they and they're the ones who destroy scar not um you know you know not 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 simba so i was like oh maybe they're gonna do that and that would have been so good because you could tell that what was going on you know what they thought they were fighting for is not actually what they're fighting for mm-hmm. and you know it's it's just like yes everything is different even for the people who are feeling like they're being left out and forgotten and you know your guys you guys are going to have to come to the table and you're going to have to talk this out like rational human beings and not use violence and there's I, a fun in that well i uh, well i okay yes and there would there would have been childish there would have there would have been a fight, yes, and then you know Carly would have been taken out by her own people, and then mm-hmm. they would have been like, "Okay, what can we do?" Yeah, you know, yeah, but that's not the way it. I know, I kind, but happening. I expect I expected that because they were they felt like they were or something like that. I felt like they were setting up something like they were going to turn on her because she was just like what she was asking was just not not what they wanted yeah but ah well (sighs) i'm learning to live i'm learning to live with my disappointment (laughs) unless you're carly (laughs) i'm like "Mm." that's because you don't cross the power broker and your your choice of making friends or making people making deals with you should really have reconsidered. Yeah. Quite. She just she just got so wrapped up in her like ideals mm-hmm. and was just so convinced that what she was doing was the right thing. Mm-hmm. She I mean she may have had good ideas in the first place, but the methods mm-hmm. that she wanted, I mean, yes, you want you 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 want to be heard. You want to, you know, have your concerns listened to and taken seriously and you want you know you want to talk to the people in charge well go talk to them i mean like all the things that you're doing are not right they're scaring people they are threatening they are antagonistic and it's like this is not how you get things done mm-hmm. 
you really think they're going to sit down at the table and talk with you after you've done that to them. After you, yeah, after you've locked them in a truck and set it on fire. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll negotiate with you. Because mm-hmm. you've proven that you can have a calm and rational discussion. Yeah, that you're not gonna mm-hmm. that you're not gonna just put a gun to my head and make me do what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I am not gonna negotiate with someone like that because yeah. what are you going to what are you going to demand next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, yeah, I'm not gonna cave to that. Screw yeah. you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's why we need people like Sam. <laughs> To come uh-huh. save the day. Yes. This snazzy new costume with his new wings that are probably made mm-hmm. of vibranium because how else would he be able to take on a helicopter mm-hmm. like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and thank you, Shuri. Wakanda. Yes. Yeah, I'll say thank you, Shuri. I'm sure, I'm sure she got a nice thank you note later. <laughs> if not, Sam, your mama taught you better. Um, have some manners. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, his his costume. I like it in general. It's it's a nice. It's got some nice callbacks to pieces of bits and pieces of Steve's various uniforms throughout. You know his plus, time in in the MCU. Yeah. Plus, it's 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 the Falcon. You know, with right. obviously with the wings and stuff, but also like the head piece and the goggles. Although I don't know, I, it's like his his head isn't covered very well. Yeah, that's that's the part that throws me. No. I'm like, should we be protecting his noggin? Yeah, oh, right. that's my like, yeah. That's uh, kind of important. Like you've le- you've like you've left some very important, very very important body part exposed without yeah. the brain like if he if he was to take a you know whack on the noggin right there on the very tippy top yeah it would at the very least he'd be seeing stars uh and, and not, not the, the star shield and use uniform yeah, yeah not, it's not like the stars even, and stripes. Yeah, even steve wore a helmet <laughs> for a reason yeah yes. mm-hmm. yes. so Tony covered his noggin Mm-hmm. Yes, Star-Lord we know how reckless Tony is. Yes, and it's like yes. it's like Sam, you're not a super soldier. You know this very well. It's like, or you know, Shuri. It's like, come on, can't you get a, get the guy a helmet? Mm-hmm. Right. But, oh well. Besides that, I like the costume, but yeah, he's just yeah. like he needs some sort of head protection. I just yeah. I, I worry about his noggin. Hopefully, <laughs> next time we see him. He, Maybe because like, Ed yeah. said no capes, not no helmets. Yeah, really. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, the overall it's 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 pretty badass and he's got some pretty mm-hmm. wicked moves in that in that thing. I mean even even with his old Falcon uh costume though with the wings, he's able to do some pretty awesome things that he's never really gotten a chance to show off before like 
being able to like encase himself in the wings to protect himself from like yeah, explosions I, and I gunfire really and stuff. That was so cool. I love yeah. that thing. I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I mean, he yeah. doesn't have the, well, no, he does have the shield, but he has a little extra oomph to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's very, very cool. You know, and he, he gets, he gets knocked into the water and it's like, no problem. Oh, I'll just, you know, pop right out and shoot myself yep. like a torpedo out of, out of the water. So it turned out pretty good. Mm-hmm. So good job, Shuri. <laughs> Cause again, that's probably who we can think. Yes. <laughs> now she needs to do it. Get, get him a helmet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, so, and then like, you know, it's like they're trying to fight the flag smashers and Carly and then dum dum <laughs> shows up comes with up his, comes with his DIY shield like he's going to do something yeah and like like i said it it gets it gets mangled within minutes of him showing up so again like why did you waste a mid credit scene on that yeah but whatever i'm not the writer yeah <laughs> no and then you know it's like again he's even with the super soldier serum he's pretty much getting his ass handed to him yeah he's he's <laughs> um he's glorified cannon fodder at this point which yeah. i mean i know he's like trying to fight for his pride and his ego at this point but uh although although he does he does give bucky a few assists so yeah, eventually, I mean, eventually it gets to the point where, like, other people's livelihoods and lives are at stake, mm -hmm. and he has to set aside his ego mm -hmm. to help the hostages. Yeah. And he, tur he turns a yeah. corner there, at least for now. Yeah, I mean, it feels like, it's like there's a glimmer of the, the, the John Walker that wants to emulate what what steve was was trying to do yeah so it's like mm -hmm. you know you maybe you're not getting in there for the whole for, for the for the big money shot at the end but you are you're you're being the support and that's what that's what sam needs that's what this ill situation needs is like you you get in there and you make sure that they that that the that the innocent civilians get out okay so i'm like mm -hmm. you know what there you go so yeah. you know he's learning he's just a little yeah. slower yeah. at it yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, like Sam. You know, <laughs> it's like when Sam shows up, we get like that. You know, uh, he lands for the 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 first mm -hmm. time in in the new suit, and like the security guard or whatever is like, "Who the heck are you?" And he's like, "I'm Captain America." And I'm like, "There, right, you are." <laughs> <laughs> it's like took you long enough to get there, but yeah. whatever. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. Steve Rogers, wherever he is on the moon or wherever, uh, <laughs> he's like, he's "It's like, about damn time." It's like I gave exactly. you that thing. What? Or what were Six you months for? ago. <laughs> it's like you were supposed to have it this whole time. What is your deal? Yeah. Yes. Captain uh, America's well. right. No Falcon right now. Uh uh. Nope. <laughs> and I, I love how all the reporters are like, "Are you Captain Falcon now?" And I'm just like, "Dude, <laughs> dude." Black Falcon. Dude. Yeah, I I love that they used, you know. So, whatever sam's hesitancy was you know whether it was just you know i can't fill steve's shoes and that's why he didn't want to do it the fact that he's you know uh, an african-american man and not the 
blonde-haired, blue-eyed American, you know, poster boy that that Steve was. Which I never felt like Steve really made. I never felt like that was why Steve was Captain America or why like the look of him was was important. Like that 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 never really felt. I don't think but, it mattered to like Erskine and why he picked him, but I, yeah. I think probably for as far as the military propaganda and selling more bonds, mm-hmm. it probably did because it's like, oh, look at this tall, handsome guy with his 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 chorus line of, of you know girls behind him, you know, at these at these shows yeah. selling more bonds. So yeah, well, it made I mean, for like, made for a yeah. good look. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not talking about in universe. I'm talking more about like oh you know, well, yeah, in, you know, outside outside you know from us from our point of view as the audience it's like it never felt like that was like they finally you know were bleeding about you know blue eyes blonde hair and i'm just kind of like when did that become an issue yeah but you know whatever yeah not my cup of tea but that's just me so (laughs) as far as looks are concerned yeah it's well Sorry, Chris, but well, not a, not anything against it, him. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it wasn't it wasn't so much the look of it. It's kind of like I mean, I have blonde hair, blue eyes, and I'm just kind of like, what's wrong with that? But you know, I mean, yeah. I I know I I know like the 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 historical background, but it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, we're not all. It's just it's just kind of the you know stereotypical quintessential American mm-hmm. look, right. Yeah, and I, and I, and I get that, and I get that there's there's some 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 baggage there, but at the same time, it's kind of like you know, could you could you tone it down a little bit, please? Yeah, yeah really. Uh, but you know, it's uh, yeah, maybe they'll get into it in the future more of yeah. why it, Sam was just so yeah. Hesitant, I mean, I, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm okay with it being, you know, Steve was just such a good guy because Bucky even said like, and, and you know, that's why he was upset with Sam because it's like, well, if Steve was wrong about you, he must have been wrong about me, and you know, Bucky's trying to dig himself out of, you know, this 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 guilt. hole, this pit, this guilt. Yeah. And, you know, Steve was the one who was like really pulling for him and believing in him, and and you know, helping his friend out. And, you know, the fact that Sam rejected the shield at first really hit Bucky, not because Bucky thought, oh, you know, you need to, you know, because, you know, you need to do this because Steve told you it's because you, know, you need to do this because Steve needs to be right about you because because then I need to believe that he was right about me, too. Mm-hmm. And it was and that was like Bucky's lifeline at that point. And uh-huh. it was, I'm fueling my ego. It is. I, I need to know that I'm still a good person that I can still, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that I can, I can come out of this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. That but was yeah. a, that was a, a powerful moment when they were in the therapist's office and, and yes. yeah. he finally admitted that out loud to himself. That's like, you know, he, he trusted Steve's judge of character so much and yeah. You know, and, you he, know could, he didn't want Steve to be wrong in his judgment yeah. of him. Yeah, I mean, and you could sit there and be like, well, that's, you know, that's not a, a rational thing. But you know what? Given what Bucky's been through, he's not really in a rational place. Mm-hmm. So no, you got to give him, you got to give him something. Mm-hmm. Well, that was kind of his only lifeline. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. who had faith in him during the Civil War? 
Mm-hmm. It was Steve yeah. who busted him out. Yeah. It was Steve who yeah. saved him from getting killed by Tony. It was Steve. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> exactly. Maybe maybe Bucky does put Steve on a pedestal a, you know, a little too much. You know what? Given what he's been through, he's entitled to it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when he got captured by Hydra and you know essentially experimented on and turned into the the winter soldier i mean his his, literally his identity who he was before that was taken from him yes and he is finally back to a point where he can define who james buchanan barnes is now Mm -hmm. and he doesn't know he doesn't know who he is now mm-hmm. because all that he had pre Hydra was Steve. You know, yeah, it was just these, these two these two punks growing up together in, in Brooklyn who didn't have, you know, two yeah. two pennies to rub together. Yeah, and like like Bucky was always the one stepping in and you know, saving Steve from the bullies and, and getting him out of scrapes and then all of a sudden the roles are reversed mm-hmm. and you know, and now his mm-hmm. his confidence is 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 shot, even though but then, you know, he's still like, Well, I've still got my friend and so we'll 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 make it work and it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Steve's gone and, you know, so he was holding on to, well, you know, Sam. Yeah, he's holding on to Sam because Sam was the person who was there for Steve when Bucky wasn't. Yeah. 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 And they they were able to bond over their, you know, they were both military guys and... Mm -hmm. uh, from different eras but you know there's still yeah, that, but, that, mean, that that military yeah you know, you know, yeah military people they're just they're cut of a yeah. certain cloth yes. and they're yeah yes. therefore mm-hmm. it's like, like yeah oh, there's there's definitely a common. bond of of a brotherhood there yes for, for those for those who serve which yeah. you know is it's one of those things that i find fascinating about the military and and a lot of my friends who who have served i'm just like you know what you guys are awesome and it's so cool that you have this this outlook with each other mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it's like you know the the shield and sam are kind of like you know bucky's final kind of mm-hmm. tangible things that he can connect to steve and he can't lose those because then he has He's he's left to to fend for himself, and he just he doesn't know how. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's still part of his 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 healing process. Of, yeah, you know, getting out of where where he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. working working through the the trauma and mm-hmm. and everything. It's 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 fascinating that you know it's it's you know kind of similar to Wandavision. You know, working mm-hmm. through trauma, yet so different. But like the general like DNA is kind of still mm-hmm. there and makes it cohesive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there there there's some really great themes there that they, they that they have done some really good work with. Although they, they kinda they kind of dropped Bucky's a little bit there at the end, I I will say, but we'll yeah. we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, well it, it's like they've got they've got Bucky's and but it's like you've got the 
Sam's baggage and then Bucky's baggage. Mm -hmm. And then to kind of have them, you know, and they're kind of button heads. Yeah. um, You know, for multiple reasons, but then they're kind of brought together Mm -hmm. when we are introduced to Isaiah. Yeah. And finding out that there was a whole like group of I, I don't know if they specify if they're all African American. I'm just under the assumption that everyone that Isaiah was was with, they were all yeah, African American. They didn't really say. I don't. I, I don't yeah. think. So. I'm on. I'm just going to assume that they were probably mm-hmm. all African American. Um, that there was this whole group of soldiers, you know, people in the military, presumably all African American, who. Once again, that there was, uh, you know, people who apparently didn't listen to Jurassic Park um, just because you can doesn't mean you should um, decide that they want to attempt to recreate the super soldier serum and get this group, this group of guys and use them as guinea pigs and don't even tell them that that's what they're being injected with. They told them it was like their tetanus shot or something. and all of them kind of because the formula is not right um all of them end up dying essentially except for this one guy isaiah um so they're like oh well like succeeded with this one guy we must find out why let's experiment on him (laughs) Mm. and it got to the point where he just um you know he he pulled a a steve and went and rescued some people that had been because this is during the korean war yeah bucky said he he fought with him or he met him during the korean war yeah 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 uh so he pulled a steve and went and rescued some people using his new super Mm -hmm. soldier abilities and and unlike steve who gets you know applauded and awarded for his actions this guy gets locked up essentially and becomes a a guinea pig Uh for the military to the point where uh he has this nurse that takes pity on him and helps him fake his own death Mm -hmm. so that his family will stop worrying about him and move on with their lives and um and then the government being the government they keep the whole thing hush hush so they never knew that there was essentially a black super soldier mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah, good old good old government entities taking taking the cheap and easy way out. Mm-hmm. And you know him sharing what he went through, and the you know the stigma of 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 all of that and the trauma from that. Um, kind of gives the the three guys something to all kind of uh bond over you know Mm -hmm. isaiah and bucky can bond over you know being experimented on yeah and then you know isaiah and sam can bond over you know being uh, you know african-american men in you know potentially positions of of authority uh, with some power yeah. 
and um, you know, bringing in Isaiah and who is from the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like his his grandson uh, ends up being part of the Young Avengers. I want to mm-hmm. say, yeah, yeah. Um, Eli. Eli, yeah, yeah, he becomes the Patriot in the Young Avengers. So we will more than likely see him again as we get to the Young Avengers who are coming slowly but surely. Oh, Jared just handed me a picture of of Patriot, and he's like he's got a shield that looks like caps that he had, you know, in the forties, uh, the U.S. the U.S.O. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, blue kind of tunic, white pants with a red stripe up the side, red mask, gold belts with something, and black boots. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Yep. Yeah, Jared says he's he's actually a really cool character. I think it'll, it'll, yeah, and, and that too. It's helping lay the groundwork for mm-hmm. the next generation with with the Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I think more than likely we will see Eli again mm-hmm. um, with some of the other Young Avengers that are coming. Yep, yep. So that's a thing that's happening. Yes, it is. So that's a good thing. So. But there's some, they, they've laid the groundwork for some really good things and then some interesting things that they've not necessarily officially announced are coming, but just mm-hmm. they've, they've, they stands to reason that mm-hmm. they, things are coming. Because it's like, yeah, they, they defeat the, the Flag Smashers, Carly dies, because uh, conveniently uh, she shot Sharon. <laughs> because Sharon had just shot the other guy so that he wouldn't blab that Sharon is the power broker. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, a freaking soap opera over yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, you know, Sharon shot this guy and in retaliation, Carly shot Sharon. And it just so happened that <laughs> Sam saw Carly shoot Sharon. So when Sharon shot Carly, she didn't think anything of it or he didn't think anything of it. Right. <laughs> so when you kept saying she shot Sharon, I kept wanting to sing, I shot the Sharon. Yeah, I <laughs> shot the Sharon. <laughs> oh. oh my. It's uh, getting late, you know, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and, mm-hmm. like, and Sam didn't hear anything because you would think with his suit he would have some listening capabilities of some sort. He'd have to think yeah. to use them. That's the thing. And it, yeah, true. Nothing at this at this point that Sharon has done has made them suspect that she is anything but their friend who got the short shaft when it came to like pardons for her participation in civil war and everything and that's the so. only reason why she's acting the way she is, is yeah. Like, yeah no part yeah yeah so it's like so it's like you know in the few uh, the what the four flag smashers that got captured uh zemo gets the last laugh <laughs> yeah, the butler did it the butler yep. is waiting for them and big bomb blows up Boom. even though one of the guards is like you know swings over and says one world one people and you know they think oh we're gonna be rescued nah nope nope, nope the butler did it <laughs> yeah 
which I think is hilarious. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I do I do like the butler. I kind of I kind of want him to have his own movie. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be actually. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, oh. And then uh so Zemo's safely on the raft for now. Um and then uh Walker is uh, completely teamed up with Contessa Val <laughs> uh and you know he's 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 yeah yeah he's given the uh given the moniker one of the monikers that he actually used in the comics uh u.s agent which sounds so goofy yeah it does it does it's either that or super patriot so take your pick that was one of the other names he went by so who you gonna call u.s agent yeah Yes, like, like you're you know, like your insurance agent, because that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I mean, you know what? Why don't why don't you just go the whole hog? Call yourself Son of Washington. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. Um, but yeah, so the the general idea is that most people are under the assumption that Walker will return, probably with the Contessa um, be, because we are getting a Thunderbolts series and uh, from what I understand with the, the Thunderbolts is they were they were started by Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross the jackass that he is um, <laughs> God, I hate him <laughs> great actor hate the character <laughs> that, that, that is that is a sign of a great actor. Yeah, I can see why nobody else true. liked him. Yeah, I can see why Rhodey hung up on him. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, uh, but the Thunderbolts are essentially de- uh, the MCU equivalent of Suicide Squad. Uh, They're all ooh. ex-criminals who, in this case, get hired by Thaddeus Ross to do his bidding. <laughs> You know, it'd be it would be hilarious if if this if this series movie whatever ends up being better than the DC version of Suicide Squad. It probably will be. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, it is Marvel MCU, so this is, this is true. It's just uh-huh. they're like DC's doing another crack at Suicide Squad, and it's just like okay then. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's the, that's about the closest equivalency I can I can give you. Uh, for the uh, TLDR for the Thunderbolts is their MCU Suicide Squad. So all all bag- baddies who get hired to do things that are not so good, but in this case they're they're hired by Ross and um, in at least in some version of the comics they are their kind of leader is Zemo. So odds are. Zemo is going to get sprung from the raft by Ross, probably, and uh, be like, "Hey, dude, you want some uh, want some freedom to be able to breathe some fresh air? Do these things for me." Oh, by the way, if you get captured or die, I know nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just as long as they bring back his butler, I'm good with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They might. Uh, so, uh, 
so yeah, that's uh, we're we're likely to see Zemo and Dum uh, Dum again. <laughs> you know, it's funny you keep calling him that because because Dum 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 Dugan was in the Calling Commandos. I know, but in this case, this guy is a Dum Dum, so <laughs> not in a fun way like Dum Dum Dugan. So. <laughs> Or, or dummy. <laughs> yes, or dummy. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, so yeah, that's uh you know, and then Sam and and Bucky are uh, free now to hang out and do whatever, and um, then uh, our post mid credit scene or post credit scene, whatever you want to call it, is. Sharon getting her her pardon from the U.S. government, um, mm-hmm. and uh, starting the ball rolling apparently for her U.S. branch of the power broker. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Sharon was the power broker the whole time. I couldn't I have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> it was Sharon. Cue, cue, yeah, really. Cue, ya- cue Iago. Yeah. I'll have a heart attack and die from that surprise. <laughs> yes. If if you want if you want to have a hearty chuckle, look up a pitch meeting for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I I, I showed it on my personal Facebook page. I'm gonna have to share it to ours because I'm just looking at. I I watched it last night and I'm like, you guys hit every every thing that I thought uh, on the nose while I was watching this show. So I'm like, yep, got thought that. Yep, thought that one too. Oh yes, that. Oh yeah, that one. That one over there. But yeah, it pitch meeting. Pitch meeting did did a great job with their recap of of uh, yeah. Of this, of yeah. With your soldier. Yeah. So that's all she wrote for Falcon and Winter Soldier, or as the the last time we saw the uh, the title, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Okay. <laughs> So, so everybody is in the places we thought they were going to be at after Endgame. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So we'll sit and wait until, well, like I said, Loki was not likely to have any effect on the main timeline because he is out of his proper timeline. Yeah. Uh, although, although he sh- he should still be really entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Although wouldn't wouldn't it affect the multiverse of madness? Maybe. Possibly. Yep. I guess that depends on what exactly he ends up doing. You know, yeah. how much he decides to uh, play with things. Yep. Which we'll judging from out. the trailer will be quite a bit. So. Alright. Mm-hmm. Well we'll 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 wait patiently for that one. And, I don't uh, know about patiently. Well, okay. <laughs> Seven well, weeks. We will pretend to be patient. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, I'm going to check out this 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 basketball show on on Disney Plus that had the stars John Stamos as the coach because that's got to be something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, well, if any of our listeners want to uh, chime in on their thoughts on on Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, favorite parts, complaints, confusion, uh, heck yeah moments, send us some feedback at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, which is thefiveishfangirls.com and find links to our social media and leave comments there. You can also uh, find links to where you can find the podcast. Basically, it's wherever you find podcasts. We are there. And also ways to support the show through Patreon or Amazon. 
or our, our merchandise shop. And as always, we thank our listeners. We thank our supporters, um, which is basically anyone listening to the show, whoever, whoever's there, whoever's out there. We love you guys. Thank you for being out there and, and being our audience. So take care this week and hope, hope we can uh, brighten it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Good times, good times. So, all right. So with that, we shall sign off for this week. This is Brittany and Troy saying goodnight. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Sally from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. I kind of... <laughs> I gotta want Sam just come walking in the room like, uh, oh, uh, crap, what's his face? Um, dang it. Who's the stand-up comedian? The no, Chappelle. What do you say? Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle when he's doing, when he's, when he's, when he, he's doing Rick James and be like, I'm Captain America, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir, oh, you are, and I'm glad you, you I'm glad you finally caught up with the rest of us on that yeah, on that information. Really. Yes. <laughs> right? Again, Steve is on the moon with on the on the space station station with Nick Fury going, Finally yeah. it's Six like, months. I told, I told <laughs> you so. You listen to your elders. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>